MMR's President Seed Podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show Podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's News Update with Kathy Romano. It is Tuesday, August 29th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a community meeting was held at Cheltenham High School Monday night after a gun was found during a football game in Abington Township last week. Abington Township police said a 17-year-old Cheltenham High School senior brought a gun to the game last Friday. They said that he has been detained since being arrested. Cheltenham school officials said they are not able to share specifics about the student. However, they said district policy states any student who brings a firearm to a school-sponsored event shall be expelled for a period of not less than one year. Police said just after halftime of the game, a mother told an officer she saw a gun in the stands. Officers said they worked to identify who had the gun, and then they devised a plan to approach the person the person in question. An Abington High School resource officer said he approached the teenager and put his hand on his shoulder. He ducked down and reached for his waistband, Jones said. I was 100, I 100% believe, uh, 100% believe this man was going for his gun. Wow. He uh, Had he got the gun out, it could have been much more catastrophic than the way it ended. Jones said officers took the student to the ground and then arrested him. Cheltenham Superintendent Dr. Brian uh, Scriven says this Thursday evening's home game against Chester will go on with safety measures put in place last year still intact. Uh, police say the student was in possession of a ghost gun, which is untraceable. Police also found two loaded magazines and 31 rounds of ammunition on the student. Investigators said that's more rounds than what the officer on duty carries. Do your schools all routinely have measures to um, check for guns or uh, metal detectors or anything of that nature, or is that um, is that we only... don't have metal detectors? There are definitely armed security uh, okay. at at uh, my kids' school for sure, right? And, um, yeah, but I didn't uh, know how common that was because there have been talks about putting metal detectors in a lot of schools. I didn't know if that was pervasive. Yeah, I mean, didn't, doesn't didn't the Philly schools have them? Like I thought they did when you walked into school. Or yeah. At least some of the buildings did, and I think I think a lot of districts, if not all of them, now at this point have an officer you know, on right, duty right. at, at yep. these events. Uh, with less than two minutes left in the third quarter, the game was canceled in Abington. School officials met with law enforcement on Monday morning in an attempt to figure out their next steps when it comes to games this fall. Police said they are still working to determine why the student brought the gun to the game. They are also working with the ATF to determine where the gun is from because it did not have a serial number. The 17-year-old is charged with felony possession of a firearm. Some residents in Westville, New Jersey are concerned after receiving a notice that their drinking water system Exceeds the state's new standards for levels of a class of chemicals called PFNA. According to the notice, in the second quarter of 2023, the water system violated a New Jersey drinking standard for exceeding the maximum containment level of the acid. The chemicals found in the water system are used as a processing aid in the manufacturing of high-performance plastics, according to the notice. Preston, you probably know them as PIFNAs. <laughs> PIFNAs. Oh, yeah. No, yep. It's like some really long yeah, yeah. name. <laughs> uh, the notice also says people who drink water uh, containing this in excess over time could experience problems with their liver, kidney, and immune system. I'm doing just fine. <laughs> <laughs> could you stick your tongue out, please? I've been doing it for years, and I feel great. In males, the reproductive system may be affected, along with
with developmental delays in a fetus and or an infant. The notice goes on to say that people, including the elderly children and those with health conditions, may choose to get bottled water to reduce their exposure, but it's not necessary. Public Works Superintendent Martin Finger Jr. says stricter standards by the state of New Jersey mean communities are at higher risk. Not of a finger! Uh, thank you. <laughs> of ex- His name is Finger. His name is Finger. Okay. Of exceeding the acceptable levels of these forever chemicals in the water. Finger says they are designing and purchasing a new filtration system. The estimated cost will be between $1.5 and $2 million. <laughs> The stuff that gets you guys. I know. No, it's a funny name. It is Finger. Finger as a name is Finger. I think even Jesus said that. Yeah. Uh, So this process could take up to two years to complete. Not a finger. Another power outage at the Jersey at the Jersey Shore has some business owners and visitors frustrated. It was just after seven o'clock on Saturday in Wildwood when the lights went out again. About uh, over thirty six hundred customers were without power because of an issue on uh, Shellander Avenue. While many residential customers were back up and running within an hour, larger businesses like Maury's Pier took about two hours. People had to be taken off rides. They said it took about fifteen to twenty minutes to get everyone safely off of the rides. Let me ask you guys out there: Is it is the the electric wonky routinely or is it no. not? I haven't yeah. been there long enough. We had one power outage yeah. and it lasted a little while no, but I haven't it's, heard. They're saying it's because it ha- of a fire. It has to do with, with the building that they're doing there and, the, oh. and there's oh. more people coming in and okay. it's just more electric being used. I now have a song in my head, but, Steve. That's the night that the lights went out in Wildwood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the night that they caught an innocent crab. Mm. <laughs> Thanks for the An innocent crab. Yeah. <laughs> Maury's lost crowds of customers on Saturday night, and they want answers from Atlantic City Electric. This is the third power outage in Wildwood this summer. Ah. The first was widespread when a fire erupted at a substation on July 7th. Uh, the other two outages were That small. should almost not count. I mean, oh. there was a fire at a substation. <laughs> still, it's a power outage. <laughs> it was wasn't because of wonky, yeah. you know, That's what I'm saying. operations, but I'm telling you, and I... And I said this last time when that did happen and I, I got down there after the power had been out for hours and hours uh-huh. and I was only there for a little while and all of a sudden the lights come on and I heard I heard <laughs> yelling. I heard applause oh, yeah. from yeah. outside from the neighborhoods. The people that were so happy that it came back on. I'm sorry to hey! Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the other two outages were smaller but still disruptive. The power company says they do not believe the outages are related. Wildwood Mayor Pete Byron uh, says the growth the city has seen recently could be to blame. Atlantic City Electric officials say that they're doing everything they can, including patrols making the rounds ahead of Labor Day weekend. The mayor says after the meeting on Monday, the power company promised to thoroughly examine the infrastructure, and he also asked for better communication with the public moving forward. The exact cause of the outage from over the weekend is still under investigation in sports this morning. The Phillies beat the Los Angeles Angels 6-4 last night. Trey Turner hit two home runs and now has seven this month. He hit a tying solo homer in the second and the go-ahead shot in the fifth. The team has had 52 home runs in August. 
Bryce Harper added a two-run shot, and the Phils won their fourth straight game. The series continues tonight, and Michael Lorenzen will get the start. The first pitch is set for 640. In other baseball news, Atlanta Braves outfielder Ronald Acuna Jr. was confronted by two fans in right field last night uh, against during the game last night uh, at Coors Field, an encounter that left the star player knocked to the ground. In the seventh inning, a man ran onto the field to take a selfie with Acuna, putting his arm around the player before security personnel dashed over. While security worked to get the first individual, another man ran mm. onto the field and rushed towards Acuna, appearing to make contact with him and knocking him to the ground. Acuna- what the f- Acuna stayed on the grass as security dealt with the individuals and eventually got up on his own power. Atlanta had just scored four runs to take a 9-4 lead before the incident happened. Acuna did not appear to be injured because of the incident, smiling afterwards and flashing a thumbs-up sign. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thanks, Kath, and we welcome you as we are eking our way through a work week. Happy to have you on board for it. Just a reminder, it is going to be a short work week, therefore you need to know that for our Word of the Week prize, which is a solid one, man. Aerosmith is kicking off their farewell tour. Is it? In Philadelphia. Yeah. And the Black Crows are part of the show. It is this Saturday, and we have a four-pack of tickets. So that's the Word of the Week prize. We give that away on Thursday. We just want you ready for that. So the uh, letters will come at the end of the program. Uh, we also have something else to give away today. It is Tattoo Day. So if you've always dreamed of a Preston and Steve show themed tattoo somewhere on your body, let's have you live that fantasy. There are many people walking around with such tattoos. Text the word tattoo to 39333, and you could win a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. And I've told you before, that's a, that's a chunky size yes. tattoo. Oh, yeah. I saw oh, a guy's yeah. entire, almost entire calf done with this kind of Celtic cross and our names in the middle. Um, so you get to uh, work on the design with those guys, and they're wonderful. You can check out their artwork at uh, floatingworldtattoos.com or on Instagram. You can just do a search on Floating World Tattoos uh, and go check them out at 29. 1729 South Street. Um, we do have a guest on the show this morning. It will be Giancarlo Sarissi. Giancarlo. Marco. God, my glasses are... <laughs> I got a little stain there. <laughs> Giancarlo, thank you. Sarissi, uh, who's going to be playing at uh, Soul Jules, uh in on this Friday night. Oh. So we'll check in. And he's going to be at uh, Vinnie Brand's Stress Factory uh, in New Jersey, September 7th through the 10th. So we'll check in with Giancarlo. Would you like my little glasses wiper? Later on this morning. I have one. Okay. Thank you. I just got to use that. I, I always keep my little... My little uh, glasses chamois nearby. What is that? Uh, this is um, some uh, oh. some uh, glasses shampoo. Oh, yeah. got it all. That's what I need. Yeah, that's definitely what I need because I've got a. It, it I, sometimes I'll I'll use that little towelette yeah. and it just doesn't lift it up. Yeah. So I got to use this. Thank you, Casey, You're and welcome. thank you, Steve, for the oh, offer of pleasure. your loincloth. I'm also this knitting you a sweater. <laughs> uh, thank you. Yeah. That's wonderful. It's, there's a lot of love here today. This is beautiful. <laughs> All right, so we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. And uh, stupid question and uh, lots of stuff in the entertainment report to pass along. We'll be right back. Who's playing where? When? Answer your Philly concert inquiries at WMMR.com. All the shows that rock, all in one place. Just click on our always up-to-date concert calendar at WMMR.com. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. 
Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double-hung sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Super question, pair ticket C, John, John, and Pete. It's John Stewart, John Mullaney, and Pete Davidson, Sunday, September 10th at the Hard Rock Live at Estes Arena in Atlantic City. Here's the question for you. Who founded the American Red Cross? Ah. 215-263-WMMR. That simple. Who founded the American Red Cross? Call if you know the answer. Not many birthdays today, but a couple of good ones in here All worth right. mentioning while we await your answer today. Being the 29th day of August, Rebecca D. Mornay. Ah, risky business. Yeah, risky business. That was the first time I remember really seeing her. She was the Lana, the prostitute. Uh, and, the uh, su- the un- unbelievably hot prostitute. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievably hot. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Hand the Rocks the Cradle. I thought that was a good movie. Yeah, good I movie. Like um, and what else? There were a couple other things. Like, she has bit roles from time to time. In the beginning of Wedding Crashers. Yeah, her and... She um, and Lyle Lovett. Dwight Yoakam. Or Dwight... Yeah. No, it's Lyle Lovett. Is it? Yeah. In Wedding Crashers? In Wedding Crashers. Okay. The beginning of Wedding Crashers. You can look it up real quick, Nick, if you want to. Uh, Lyle Lovett, uh, no, it was... Um, but those guys both run in the same circles because they're yeah, both musicians true. and they're both actors. Right, yeah. Uh, but it was he and or she and Lyle Lovett were getting a divorce at the beginning, and they're the uh, the guys that are the mediators trying to work through it. It was Dwight Yoakam. It was Dwight Yoakam. Actually, it was Vince Vaughn. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> well, he was in the movie. He was there. Yeah, he was. He was one of the guys. But she, yes, uh, she, I, I, she was important to me. Do you know that? You know the uh, the story with her is her dad was like a Morton Downey Jr. kind of TV personality really? in L. A. Like. People hated his guts. No kidding. And she hated him. They oh, wow. were really estranged. They eventually patched it up. But yeah, you, you can look it up. Her dad was like a, a lunatic. It says here she's 64, and then it says disputed. Uh, disputed. Number, so she may be a little older than that. I bet you she's saying, no, I'm way older. The great Elliot Gould has his birthday, and he is 85 years old. I wonder why he was uh, trending on uh, X or Twitter or whatever you call it. Yeah, this whole tribute to Elliot Gould. Oh. Uh, and then a picture from him, uh, American History X. Oh, yeah. He's the teacher. He's the teacher. <gasps> yeah. I forgot about that. He's really good in that. Um, he's the original Trapper John M.D. Oh, from MASH in the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's great. Yeah, I never saw the movie. Uh, yeah. He's, he's an okay. interesting character in the movie. Uh, he was married to Barbara Streisand. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And, uh, of course, the Oceans movie. And he's been in tons of things throughout the years. <laughs> One of the most uncomfortable things I ever saw was a... Andrew Dice Clay doing stand up, and he's he, he's talking about um, yeah. He I remember this. I don't know if it was planned or set up or whatever the story was, but Elliot Gould's in the audience. Yes, and he talks about them having sex. Yeah, 
and they keep cutting to Elliot Gould. I'm like, why would Elliot Gould be there in the first place? And he's just stone like, faced, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like not budging on it. Uh, he's 85 today. Uh, Carla Gugino oh, is yeah. wonderful. Kathy's co-star. Yep, That's co-star right. in The Mighty <laughs> Mac, right? Yep. And uh, she's great too. Yeah, she's she's been by here. It's just wonderful. She's uh, popped up on all kinds of stuff, including Watchmen. We loved her in that. Was her first uh, first time I saw? Her? I think the first time I saw her was the son-in-law. The first time I saw her actually was in Troop Beverly Hills. She's ah, one of the little girls. Right, that's right. Uh, but yes, yeah, son-in-law. I think was a was kind of a breakout role for her with uh, with Paulie Shore. Uh, but she's popped in tons of stuff. Sin City. She gets like fully naked in that. Boobies. She's in the Spy Kids movies, all kinds of stuff. She's 52 today. Uh, Leah Michelle from Glee and Screen Queens. So she's doing Funny Girl, right, on Broadway? Yes. yes. Yeah. She uh, went in for, who? Uh, gosh, Jonah Hill's sister, whatever her name is. Uh, oh, she replaced be- her? Yeah. 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 So, and she's, there's some controversy around her. Supposedly she was a bit of a diva and, and kind of mean on set on Glee. I, I think I could probably see that. Yeah, but. I think uh, it's her version in Glee of Last Christmas that I really like. I, I'm pretty sure she's. Last, one of, the uh, Mariah Carey song? No, 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 no. It's uh, Wham. 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 Oh, that's right, yeah. Wham. Uh, so she's 37. And then a final birthday is Deborah Van Valkenburg. Oh, yeah. From Too Close for Comfort. And? And the Warriors. Yes. Oh. She is uh, one of the, she's the main female in uh, The Warriors. Is she uh, the, the daughter in, uh, one of the daughters in Too Close for Comfort? That's yes. right, yeah. Okay. She is. She's the brunette one. Okay. Uh, and the she smart was, one. She was also in Streets of Fire, too, that movie. We should, uh, I, she's she's available. I'd love to talk to her, man. Oh, just about the Warriors alone, Just man. about the Warriors. And Ted Knight and all that stuff. And she, she is uh, 71 years old today. Didn't, uh, didn't you report that there is a musical version of the Warriors being yeah, made? Yeah, they're working on it. Lin-Manuel? Yeah, yeah Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yeah. Supposedly working on that. All right, we'll see if somebody knows the answer to this stupid question who found the American Red Cross. 215263-WMMR. We will go to Patrick. Patrick, good morning. Hey, good morning. Sorry to bother your work. No, nah, ma'am. We want to know who... Patrick! <laughs> Sorry. I didn't know we had that. Yeah. Who founded the American Red Cross? Uh, Clara Barton. Yeah, Clara Barton. Yeah. You got it, ma'am. Patrick! Hang on, Patrick. We're going to give you a pair of tickets to see John, John, and Pete. John Stewart, John Mulaney, and Pete Davidson. Sunday, September 10th, The Hard Rock Live, Estes Arena in Atlantic City, and tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster. Uh, we have a few stories to run by you. We will start with this one. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o is remembering her friend and Black Panther co-star Chadwick Boseman three years after he passed away due to colon cancer. Of course, he was only 43 years old. Uh, she had posted online three years ago today, I experienced a singular pain in the news of Chadwick Boseman's death. The confusion was so profound that it took months to trust the feeling of joy again. And she posted a black and white photo of him. Uh, she said, uh, she, uh, said that she took the photo uh, at an airport in South Korea after they had just learned to, quote, do the baby heart with our fingers. Uh, and he can also be seen holding his hands up. Uh, she said, death is hard to understand, maybe even harder to accept. But the love generated from the life that he lived will fuel every anniversary marking his absence. Chadwick may no longer be in our photos, uh, but he will always be in our hearts. Uh, he'll be honored, by the way, with a posthumous Hollywood Walk Fame star in 2020. Oh, excellent. Yeah, yeah. So that's, well that's deserved. Cool. He yeah. did. I mean, his movie, even though it was brief, his movie catalog, 
dog is impressive. Oh, yeah. And the range he had. Yes. In, uh, amazing. Yeah. The, 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 the way he could change himself and, and, and dive into a character. If you look at it, at, at the James Brown movie, you're like, my God, he's incredible yeah. in yeah. that. And then he's the Black Panther. Yeah. It's like, how, how do you make that jump? Yeah. Uh, an actor best known for his role on the hit Disney Channel show Hannah Montana was arrested on Saturday near Dallas. On Saturday, August 26th at approximately 7.15 p.m., police received a 911 call from an individual reporting a disturbance at a hotel. Upon arrival, officers contacted the complainant who advised that an individual who appeared intoxicated entered the hotel. So- <laughs> Selected a bag of chips and began eating them. How dare he? When he was asked to pay for them, he became verbally abusive and left without rendering oh, payment. I guess we live in a world where you pay for chips. Officers contacted him outside of the hotel where he's arrested and police snagged 32-year-old Mitchell Musso for public intoxication and theft. Drop the chips. In addition to other charges. Now... Casey, you watched Hannah Montana. Who yeah. was this guy? I, I don't know his name, but looking at his face, I'm like, yeah, I know that guy. <laughs> okay. He looks uh, sad. Yeah, we didn't watch a whole lot of Hannah Montana in our house. I thought you loved Hannah Montana. I love The Climb. Miley Cyrus. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm a fan of Miley Cyrus, and I think The Climb from the movie Hannah Montana is <laughs> uh, your, one of your favorite songs. It is It, it is a great song. Yeah. So that was the, from the movie. That was from the movie. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Did she sing much on the show? Do you know? I, I don't know. I, I, I like I said this. Well, was, I guess so uh, because just, when she turned into Hannah Montana, she, she was, was a singing like a, star. She was a star, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, a routine records check also revealed that the ex Disney star had several outstanding traffic warrants out of uh, Rockwell. Outstanding. Uh, uh, and records show that Musso bonded out on Sunday, and it is unclear if he has an attorney. Uh, in addition to Hannah Montana, Musso, who was uh, born in Garland, Texas, had a voice acting role on Phineas and Ferb. Oh, okay. Do you think if you end up I don't in know Texas, who he played. a Texas prison, will you get some latitude from the other convicts because you are in Hannah Montana? Oh, without question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, because her dad is Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> I gotta go. imagine yeah. there are several statues in Texas dedicated. You gotta let it be known quickly that you're one of the cast members of Hannah Montana. To Billy Ray Cyrus. Um, look up um, his name, Nick Mitchell Musso, and I want to see who he played on Phineas and Ferb because Casey definitely loved I love Phineas and Ferb. Still do. That's, <laughs> That's another one where the, mu- where the music was really great for the show. He played a guy named Jeremy Johnson and then also was ride operator in Jeremiah. Oh, okay, so not, not but, one of the major characters. No, but he did 89 episodes, so he's on it for <laughs> quite some time. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, this is a fun story. Richard Lewis, who we love, revealed in a recent interview that he was not a fan of Larry David when they first met. Uh, <laughs> the two comedians are now good friends. Of course, are on Kirby Enthusiasm together. But Lewis Shut said the f- that he and David met at summer camp when they were 12 years old. That's right. And he said, I disliked him intensely. <laughs> I wonder when anyone meets Larry David, they like him initially. He I- said... Uh, yeah, probably not. Right? I mean, he's, 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 a a, he's an off-putting kind of a guy, yeah. and then you get to know him, and you're like, oh, my God, I actually like this guy. He said he was cocky, he was arrogant. Yeah. When we played baseball, I tried to hit him with the ball. <laughs> we were arch rivals. I couldn't wait 
for the camp to be over just to get away from Larry. (laughs) And I'm sure he felt the same way. Well, they met again a decade later, and they didn't recognize each other at first. He said, I looked at his face, and I said, there's something about you, man, that spooks me. (laughs) Just saying, that spooks everyone. And David apparently replied, you're Richard Lewis. And I'm like, you're Larry David. (laughs) I was yelling at him, and he was yelling at me. And uh, while they get in fights a lot, their characters on Curb Your Enthusiasm, he said, in truth, he loves me, and I'm his dearest friend. Uh, But it would be rare for him to go deep like that. I could blabber about how much I love the guy. And one of my favorite lines from Curb, I told him that I cared about him, and he said... You're a babbling brook of bull ass. <laughs> <laughs> so they love each other, but they hated from, uh, sure. from the get-go, they said, from the beginning. Uh, I've not seen this yet, but I would like to. Kathy Griffin shared a video to YouTube over the weekend that documented a cosmetic procedure known as lip blushing. Oh, is that what that was? During which she got her lips tattooed. Since the comedian's lips were swollen and received the semi-permanent tattoo, her husband and friend reacted to the results in a humorous way. The video shows her saying hello to her husband, Randy Bick, uh, upon arriving home, and he just drops the S-bomb real quick, jumping up from his chair uh, while he laughs and apologizes to her. And she said, yeah, it's a little swollen. <laughs> Later, she showed the results to her friend, Kristen Johnson. Johnston, yeah. uh, and she's like, what did you do? That's not real. <laughs> I while mean, she was laughing. It looked like wax lips. <laughs> yeah, so... She told people in an interview, uh, I didn't know that the swelling would be that bad. (laughs) And I couldn't stop laughing, even though it was painful to laugh about for four days. And now that the swelling has gone down, she said she's happy with the results. And the technicians, quote, nailed the color. So, Kathy, is this like permanent lipstick or i guess it it adds a shade i have no clue i would this is uh, even when people did like the eyeliner and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. um i I never got it because whatever you're doing is gonna go out of style yeah right (laughs) or it's gonna stretch or fade or do something over time like a tattoo does right yeah Yeah. i would think so uh and i I know that women in, in the past have gotten like Eyebrows tattooed yeah, yeah. on as mm-hmm. well, um, but, uh, but yeah, the eyeliner. But usually, cap, I heard this, it that too. Usually, yeah, eyeliner, this stuff yeah. fades. Like it's not like the tattoo, you know, that you're thinking of that somebody would normally go and get at a tattoo parlor. Like this will eventually fade. Okay, it's called Mo- lip blushing. Most of I've the never stuff, heard of it. Most of it does. Got a freeze on the pic of her. Li- that's her lips, there, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, it, it's outlandish. Oh my god. <laughs> Horrible, but it probably does look better. Like oh that's like God. in the beginning, you know. <laughs> yeah, she said the swelling has gone down, but you're right, Steve. You know what she looks like uh, in the movie Monsters Inc. There's a scene where oh right, yeah, yeah. Billy Crystal's character is hooked oh, yeah. up to that machine that sucks all the the, uh, the the screams out of them, and and uh, they pull it away, and his lips are all gigantically swollen. Exactly, or one of the characters does. That's what she looks like. That yes, there That's it is. It. Yeah, thank you. That's, That's it. Great. Spot on. We just found it. Wow. All right. Uh, this is uh, terrible news. Josh Josh Siter, a former contestant on Caitlin Bristow's season of The Bachelorette, has died at the age of thirty six. His family shared the news on his Instagram page. Uh, they said it is with an extremely heavy heart that we share the tragic news of Joshua's unexpected passing. 
Uh, they said, although our uh, headache at Joshua's passing pains us beyond measure, we find comfort in knowing that he's finally at peace. We hope that and pray that his spirit can continue to live on it in the pictures and words on this page, which we will leave up for the time being. Uh, at the end of the, the message, they included information about uh, Lifeline Crisis Hotline for anyone experiencing a mental health crisis and needs help. There was no word on his death, but they're saying it may have been suicide. He was in depression for a yeah. while. Yeah, and he had he was posting, he posted a picture just a couple of days ago saying, you know, living through depression, and he was oh, smiling. And so sad. Just terrible, terrible news. Um, there is lighter news in the world of bachelors and bachelorettes, though. Hannah Brown has handed out her final rose. The bachelorette alum yeah. is engaged yeah. to her boyfriend, Adam Woolard. After, love you. After two, two years of dating. Yeah, you love me. She actually... She captioned her post saying, so happy, I love our steady love. I love our steady love. I love our steady she's love. A friggin' genius. Yeah, no, she's just trying to be poetic and, yeah. and original. I and, love lamp. And some, hey, sometimes it works, and then sometimes you have what she right. just wrote. I love uh, steady love. Her new fiance responded in the comments section by writing, I love you, sweetie. No, no. No. <laughs> I love you, vagina. I love you, sweetie. I love you, sweetie. That's what he calls her, vagina. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Willard popped the question last week at Bolt Farm Treehouse ah. in Whitwell, New Jersey, Whitwell, Tennessee. Oh. Uh, she told People Magazine, I feel like I've been so busy with putting roots down in our new city of Nashville and starting my new podcast, I hadn't really thought Ooh. about it getting engaged much, so if he did slip as he was planning, I did not catch on. Brown initially thought that she and her husband-to-be were simply visiting their friends, Seth and Tori Bolt, at their mountaintop wellness resort. How romantic. Little did she know her family members, and this is actually nice, her family members were also staying on the property in anticipation of him popping the question so he had that plan. Everybody, be quiet. She said... She said, I love... She's in that room right over there. She, she said, I loved not only the... I'm going to oppose to her. The, <laughs> no, it's propose. Pro, pro, what? Pro, pro, pose, propose. 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 Pose. Dude, this place looks awesome. This Bolt Farm Treehouse in Tennessee. Thank you. You're okay. kidding. You make, uh, went to some beautiful place. Yeah, I saw no, a woodchuck. I just had never heard of it before. You did see a woodchuck? It was cool. How much? <laughs> could it chuck wood? If we chuck, could chuck wood, would it woodchuck chuck wood? Um, they do find the most beautiful places yeah. to go to. They like, do. But this wasn't for the are. show, right? This was just the two No, of them. this is just for them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, this so, had nothing to do with the show. Yeah. Well, they, their friends own this place. Oh. Yeah, but this is, uh, yeah. This Lorian Delbert or whatever the guys were. She had, uh, she, she was from a few seasons ago. Right. Uh, I'm glad you agree. She said, I love not only the intimacy of the surprise by ourselves. love loving love. But also how we were able to celebrate with friends and family and the surprise. I love surprises. (laughs) There are a couple places you can stay. Mirror cabins, tracheotomy, and domes. (laughs) Look at the website. Oh. Mirror cabins, cabins tracheotomy, and no, no, tree houses. Oh, not yeah, the tracheotomies. Are stupid in their 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 e font. In your defense, bachelor. Thank you. Uh, this place does look awesome. Domes looks pretty wild. Yeah, that is does. very cool. I've always wanted to do. And you see them advertised like in Maxwell and stuff like that, where they have like a dome out in yeah in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right, so yeah, somebody's getting married. 
She said, we had talked about getting engaged, but I felt so confident and safe in our relationship, I wasn't right. He's so stupid. Uh, the Alabama native, who was a contestant on Colton Underwood's season of The Bachelor in 2018, met Woolard in 2021 after matching up on a dating app. Yeah. Uh, she had previously been engaged to Jed Wyatt, who proposed to her. At that the guy's con- name is actually Jed Wyatt. Jed Wyatt. Yeah, why? He's good friends with Whip Dibley. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds like a uh, like a like an outlaw, like you know, in like eighteen ninety two. Jed Wyatt. It's a cool name. Where are you going, Wyatt? And uh, we're not done here. She, she had been engaged to Jed Wyatt, who proposed to her at the conclusion of The Bachelorette in season 2019. I love loving love. So they're they're engaged now. They are a smart looking couple. I have she to say is that. gorgeous. Yeah, I, I, wasn't I, the big deal on her was that she was older than your usual uh, I Bachelorette. I, I think she was like way up there in the in the low 30s. I'm not. I, yeah, I don't remember, but yeah. I just remember her being uh, very attractive. Yeah, very very attractive. <laughs> All right, what else do we have here? Uh, how about this? Uh, Variety reports that the HBO series The Idol, starring uh, Abel, The Weeknd, Tesfaye, Tess is that how you say his last name? I just know him as The Weeknd. And Lily Rose Depp has Lily. been canceled. Aha! After receiving overwhelmingly negative reviews. So it got actually pretty good numbers, but it was a laughing stock for a lot of people. Really? Yeah, and yeah. then they mocked it, and um, Chloe Feynman from SNL did a spot-on impression of Lily Depp Rose uh, in, a, in a parody. Lily Rose Depp. Lily uh, Red Depp. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Idol was one of HBO's most provocative original programs, and we're pleased by the... Oh, this is a statement. Who? Uh, the network said, we're pleased by the strong audience response. Um, after much thought and consideration, HBO, as well as the creators and producers, have decided not to move forward with the second season. Uh, we're grateful to the creators, cast, and crew for their incredible work. So there was a lot of very forced eroticism. They said oh. it was almost a little torture porny. Wow. And... Um, okay. That uh, you know, she was this. Um, she's just this person. The the exact like Kardashian times a thousand. Okay, uh, I'm watching the um, trailer for it. It's it's an attractive, interesting cast. Yeah, so, yeah. But maybe they were just trying to force it. A Too bit much. Bit. Yeah. Too much. Um, Bradley Cooper. Let's go to him. He and his ex-girlfriend, Arena Sheik, are continuing to vacation together amid their rumored romance with Tom Brady. Amid well, her romance, rumored romance. Not threesome. Oh, there's, there's a That would be yeah. a throuple with An Tom award-winning yeah. threesome. For Forget sure. it. Yeah, that would, would be the winner. I would watch that. Uh, amid her rumored romance. Yeah, I would too, <laughs> With Tom Brady. <laughs> Let me go get my camcorder. <laughs> You still have a camcorder? Do they still sell VHS tapes at shows? Sure. Can I yeah. be your oh, sandman? Yeah. Absolutely. All right, thank you. You'll hold the boom and I'll hold my junk. <laughs> the... He's <laughs> <laughs> just such a horn dog. Even in death. Yeah. The supermodel <laughs> shared photos of their beach trip to her Instagram stories over the weekend, showing herself standing on a large rock formation topless Ooh. and holding her arm over her breast to seize. So... Um, you're Tom Brady. Do, uh, do you actually have any jealousy? Because you're Tom Brady. You're Tom Brady. Do, is that an emotion that can even cross your he, your brain pan? Yeah. Good question. Yeah, I think so. You think so? Yeah. And and if you are, would Bradley Cooper be a logical one to yeah. incite jealousy? Right. If if Tom Brady is going to be jealous of anyone, Bradley it's Bradley Cooper. Cooper. In another photo, a shirtless Bradley Cooper leans back in a. <laughs> Kayak, Okay, that's for Jackie. <laughs> in a kayak and uh, blocks the sun from his eyes. Other photos. Ah! 
Other photos obtained by page six. Close your eyes! Shows the former couple who were together from uh, 2015 to 2019 and who share a six-year-old daughter together uh, appearing to get close. Look at these pictures. That you, you ever take vacation pictures like this, Preston? <laughs> no. Sprawled around the rocks nude? I do not. Yeah. No. Uh, so, Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny are continuing to get close. E! News reports that the uh, Dikiti singer... Dikiti. Shared a video to his Instagram Two stories... Two Dikitis and a Coke, please. ...on Sunday, showing him wearing the same K necklace that Jenner has sported on the Kardashians. K... Ne- K neck... K necklace. K necklace. <laughs> Anyhow, that she is worn on the uh, the Kardashians and in a 2022 video for Vogue. How long when you so did you do the personalized jewelry thing when you were dating earlier on? No. You know, we'd have the letter or the mitzvah coin or whatever the things. You know, these kind of things you'd wear to show your that's my girl. Nope, friendship yeah. bracelets. I I, did. I didn't. I think I did friendship bracelets. I did a mitzvah coin. And the friendship bracelet was, uh, you know, hopefully to get laid. Yeah, we're friends now, and eventually, yeah. maybe we'll, you know. Do you remember Mitzvah coin? It was, it was a coin kind of... I've only heard you mention it. Yeah, it's, it used to be all the rage. Maybe they didn't have them anywhere outside of New York, but they were... Um, Kathy, do you remember them? It's almost like, it looked like a little, um, like almost like a Eucharist, cracked in half, and oh, yeah. the parts oh, joined. Oh, that's, yes. that's of course. Oh, that's oh, I, I, I seen that in the heart form. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we always had the heart. Right, okay. It was, like a bar mitzvah, same word? I, I think it is, okay. Nick. I think it has its uh, derivation. From the ancient Hebrew. Uh, so he also shared a video of the pair out on a hike during which Jenner calls a, a chipmunk the cutest thing ever. And he says to her, <laughs> he says uh, to her, Mammy, be careful. So he's saying, Mommy. M A M I? Yeah, like, uh, mom, mommy. Mommy, be careful. Like, Mommy, Poppy. I actually heard the audio and he was mommy, protecting mommy. her because he said that they have. Um, he said they have mosquitoes. I think I don't know. I don't know if he meant that. But there's a chipmunk. And chipmunks are really cute. And so the chipmunk goes running away, and he he tries to intercede and protect her from the chipmunk. Excuse me. Yeah. It's, if we can get the audio, it's uh, a chipmunk. It's a chipmunk. Yeah. But he says they are cute. I think he's thinking of fleas or ticks. But he says Be I think careful. he says mosquitoes. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's okay. Whatever you don't know, man, those things can turn on you. Yeah, they can. I've seen one turn over an RV. Okay. <laughs> All right. They get uh, angry. Let me see what else I have. They'll attack your toes. Um, according to the Los Angeles Times, Steve Harvey is dispelling the rumors that his wife Marjorie Harvey cheated on him with their bodyguard and chef, and that she is seeking a divorce settlement of two hundred million dollars. He said, "I'm fine, Marjorie fine." He, t- uh, we- he told the crowd at uh, Invest Fest in Atlanta over the weekend. He said, "I don't know what y'all are doing, but uh, find something else to do because we fine. Lord have mercy." And he added, "Sometimes you want to respond." But I ain't got no time for rumor and gossip. God been good to me. I st- I'm still shining. So huh. he's saying she didn't cheat cool. on him. So I don't know. What I saw a clip of him, and I guess this is what that was predicated on. Because he said, see that? He's pointing to his wife because that's mine. Okay. And then he said, and, she, and I'm hers. Okay. And so, yeah, he was, so I guess, all right. So he's trying to Addressing uh, those quell rumors. these rumors. One thing, by the way, if you ever get a lot of money, do not hire a hunky bodyguard Yeah, get an chef. ugly one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get That's... a real goon-looking idiot. Yeah. Uh, obviously, they should be skilled in 
self-defense and know how to use a weapon. But don't get Kevin Costner. Yeah. Don't do that. All right, one final story, and then we got to do the clips. Um, critics are loving the film You Are Not So Invited to My Bat Mitzvah. I watched it's it the Adam other night. Sandler and Adina Menzel as parents of a teenager, Adam's real life daughter, Sonny Sandler, who's 14, who falls out with her best friend over a boy as her titular character uh, celebrates, uh, I'm sorry, celebration approaches. Uh, Adam's 17 year old daughter, Sadie, also co stars. So you saw this. I watched it. And what did you think? You were so not invited to my bat mitzvah. Um, the problem I have is her character, his daughter's character, is mean and like and and okay. I, and I don't want to say like because she's only fourteen years old and and it's not her, it's her character. But mm-hmm. uh, it's it's the same issue I had with Diary of a Wimpy Kid. The main character in the movie, kind of an a hole. So, uh, so is, like, how are you going to? Pre- yeah, is, is she in the realm of what a normal girl going through this this kind this part of their of her life Listen, because she, it's under, it's my understanding she's betrayed by a friend right yeah, but she's not you she's know not. she she just gets embarrassed and and like her friend <laughs> is just there and kind of like cracks a smile when everybody's laughing at her but like she cracks a smile because she doesn't know what to do you know anyway um so it's awkward teenage stuff yeah and maybe she can be a little bit on the bitchy side and so. she and Which so is probably, she goes well, to great lengths to be bitchy uh the critical consensus on rotten tomatoes uh was a coming-of-age comedy that sidesteps simple nostalgia. You Are Not So Invited My Bob Mitzvah finds fresh humor in adolescent anxiety and suggests a bright future for star Sonny Sandler. I want to see her. I uh, When he was accepting the Mark Twain Award, his whole family was there. It's a lovely family. And, um, yeah, so good. But she's, she seems good, Case, right? She's she good is. Actress? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, all that stuff aside, as far as the plot is concerned, yeah. I think she does a great job and it's very well cast and there's a, a young kid who I feel like is her should be her love interest is really charming so you know who's right. not a good actress is Sandler's wife <laughs> and I feel bad Sandler, oh really I like Sandler so much but I, she's been in a few things and what's she been in what would I know oh, man she's just, just about everything yeah while you're looking that up it has a 95% approval rating she played Hawkeye um, and it is best Rotten Tomatoes score of all time for Adam Sandler that's crazy um, his best uh, his other's best were uh, Hustle was 93% uh, the uh, Meyer Horowitz stories. Oh, yeah. Not familiar. 92%. I think Ben Stiller directed that. Uh, Uncut Gems, 91%. And um, he says that he does not look at any of them, uh, which is understandable because uh, some of his other stuff is horribly rated. Like Little Nicky is 22%. It doesn't matter. I, I now pronounce it. you Chuck and Larry is 14%. Grown Ups is 10%. And Jack and Jill, by far the worst, at a 3%. I crack so, so Jack and Jill is, is yes, a staggering piece of crap. And yet even that... I have moments where I'm like, okay, um, it, it's it's funny the 180 I've done on early <laughs> Sandler stuff, Preston. How much I used I used to despise, yeah. and then like a you! switch, yeah. And then I'm like, I'm all in. All right. And uh, the Netflix relationship has been stellar for him. Yeah. yeah. Um, what is uh, Jackie Sandler been in? Uh, she was in that uh, the wrong Missy. Did you see that with David Spade? No. Uh, she has the wrong girl on a uh, yeah uh, uh, yeah on a uh, Hawaiian trip. She's right. Done a bunch of voice acting uh, voice acting stuff as well. She was in Little Nikki, but um, yeah, it, look, I'm sure she's a lovely person. So. She's got a bigger part in this one. Okay. And how is she? Uh, she's uh, <laughs> she's, she's fine. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> she is in the movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Alright, uh, we're now ready for the clips. Here we go. 
The Hill tells the story of the improbable rise of the uh, Texas Major League player, Ricky Hill. In this clip, uh, director Jeff Celentano uh, touches on what makes Ricky's story movie-worthy. Here we go. It was really the underdog thing that I love about about characters in movies like this. Um, he, he, to me, was the ultimate underdog, like Rocky. Everything in the world was against him, and he just didn't. He didn't take no for an answer. Right, Ricky. Um, is this uh, based on a true story? It is based on a true story. Nick, do you know the Ricky Hill I do story? Not. Okay, is this the one where he had uh, problems walking and stuff? Or because there was that that one as well, where the guy had uh, like leg braces and everything. Yeah, he had sure. no torso, and his limbs were connected with tape. That's wow. insane. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, Casey true. looks like he's putting on uh, yeah okay. leg braces. But he the, his his batting prowess was tremendous, and so he worked his way. And is this uh, I th- is Dennis Quaid in this one? Because Dennis Quaid the, is in this one. He's right. the the father, I believe. Yeah, Nick was asking who's been in more baseball movies, him right. or uh, Kevin. Costner. Uh, the Hill is playing in theaters now. Here is the next clip, and guess what? It's about you are so not invited in my bot mitzvah. Uh, it's the latest Adam Sandler flick to, tack, uh, to tickle our funny bones, it says here. Here, director Sammy Cohen talks about working with the legendary actor. He's like a coach, right? He knows when to push, and he knows when to hop in and and guide the team, and then he knows when to take a step back and let everything do its thing. Um and as an actor, I mean, he's he's the goat. He's the best. He's so incredibly endearing and funny and relatable in this movie. Um, and it's such a part of, like, the DNA of, like, Bat Mitzvah. Yeah! You know what you left out of the Netflix thing? Hubie Halloween. Yeah. Uh, it is available now on Netflix, by the way. All right, and there you go. That is the entertainment report for today. We are going to take a break. We will come back. We move forward on this Tuesday morning, Tad Tuesday. If you want to win a Preston and Steve show theme tattoo, text for a tattoo to 39333. Back in a little bit. Join Kathy Romano and Hicken tomorrow from 630 to 830 at McGurk's Pub, 582 South Bethlehem Pike in Fort Washington. A great place to watch all professional soccer games. Enjoy $5 Heineken Silver, original and 0.0. Crisp and refreshing Heineken Silver, 3.2 carbs and 95 calories. All the taste with no bitter endings. Enjoy Heineken responsibly. First day of school for my youngest. Today. Oh wow. wow! Today, yeah, junior year. So it's uh, we're back at it again. Here He's we a go. junior. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. So right? you've got one now away, right? One away. One in the workforce. One away at school, and one uh, with two more years left in uh, in high school. I don't know. I, I don't know how down I am with this going back to school before Labor Day thing. Yeah. I'm a little conflicted about it. I, I wish that we would go back before Labor Day. We are after Labor Day. And uh, not that I, I, because I like to soak in every last minute of summer. And I'm not the parent, never was, that was like, oh, thank God the kids are going back to school. Um, but they get out so late when they go out, when yeah. they go back after Labor Day. It's well into June. You're, you're almost towards the end of June. And the, the years that we did before Labor Day, I was like, oh, good. Like, I felt like we started summer nice and early because they were out. Oh, these extra days, though, buying them, I mean, you know. Yeah. Right? It's not that much of a... Yeah, I don't, it is, yeah, I mean, And they didn't do... Uh, they had no... 
Uh, like this year, just well, this we're currently in it, but there were no snow days or anything of that nature. No, no it's and just the way it works out with like days off and and teacher, you know, when they need to do their in service days and all that kind of stuff. <sighs> then it it puts them towards the end of June. Uh, my youngest started yesterday, and so uh, we never started until after Labor Day. Until my oldest started going to high school, she's going to be a, she's a senior now, and uh, so now we are starting before Labor Day. But we're also we're getting out. Way earlier, uh, I think, right around just after Memorial Day. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, that ain't bad. Yeah. My uh, my oldest goes back uh, next week, and my youngest goes back next week, and I only have one. So yeah. The same yeah. person. Yeah. But it's the same one. I think that he. Um, I think Kathy that Ben and Jace are now not the norm anymore. I think after Labor Day is is becoming less and less common because and mm-hmm. I and I think Pennsylvania is also sort of not uh, not as common anymore either because my n- uh, nephews in Virginia they went back two or three weeks ago. My nephew in Colorado he went back two weeks ago. So I, and I get wow. the wanting to get out early, but I I just can't imagine going to school full time in August and when taking it seriously. Out? I would have freaked the hell out as a kid. I mean, Preston, I know you probably the, in the same boat. That was like the last run. Okay. Yeah. We we got Labor Day, and uh, you know, we get, shoot the proverbial load to use yeah. porn parlance. Casey, Nick, the ones yeah. in, in Virginia, they get out right around Memorial Day, and they've hmm. been in for two weeks or so that's, already. That's normal. That that like that hasn't changed for them. When you go down south, they like right. my family always went to school. I mean, they went like beginning of August, or um, I remember, and they were out what? so early. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Wow. That's crazy. But yeah, it's it, it split. I think it's um not split, but yeah, Nick. Like there there's some that go before, some that go after, and like. Our district it changes, so we we weren't hmm. always um, after Labor Day. We did before, and uh, we were after Labor Day years ago. So, like, it- well, let me ask you. So, so you, you're gonna get, you get Monday off, obviously. A lot of people would take will take Friday off. Hmm. So you start school to stop school. Right. But I, I just think it eases them in. Yeah, like I agree. Short, a short week it's, it's to start sh- with. It's a short week to start with. Like, yeah. and then they get a long, uh, you know, a long week. You still have, you know, one more. Now you're in for a long run. Well, yeah. they have one more long weekend, you know, to enjoy summer or go to the beach, whatever. And then when they go back again that second week, that's another short week. It just yeah. for me, I just think it, it eases them in. Now it's just going to be one big blow of crankiness. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds awesome. Yeah. God, that. But Preston, I remember during. During the summer, like uh, until school started, when we'd even see the bus drivers practicing their routes, you know, with the buses, I, we would scream like, no, I know. And, and it wasn't until I got into high school, though, that that the pre before you started school, there's some activities that began before you even went back to yeah. school, like sports and stuff. Yeah. And so I was yeah. in band and, and so we had band camp and uh, and that was marching band camp. And that was like, you know, I don't know, three weeks leading up to and it was long ass hot days. And, I, you know. And football teams are practicing, yeah. and all that stuff has started to happen. Did you like it though? Um, some of it, yeah. It yeah. was cool to get back together and hang with the friends, but it was uh, it we, was sickeningly hot, and I oh, had to yeah. drag all that equipment around and stuff. It kind of sucked. <laughs> we had summer kumite, which was summer kumite, yeah, which was really brutal. blood sport. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, the camps were pretty normal, but what I didn't know, um, and at least at our high school, they started playing games like a couple weeks ago. What? Like field hockey had games. Yeah, oh, you yeah. know what? There was oh, yeah. a football, football game, game last yeah. week. Yeah, O'Hara yeah. played uh, yeah. on Friday night. Uh, what? Yeah, and then uh, I was at the St. Joe's prep game on Saturday night. Yeah, I mean, it, this is all starting now. So, so okay. All right, all right. So my mind is a, <laughs> is a river of... Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what do you think about the notion of the... Um, and I'll throw this out here because they, they're looking to do this perhaps in New York, which is the um, year-round school? Oh, no, year-round no. school. I don't... Um, 
I don't know how I feel about that. Let me throw this concept at you. Throw it in my face. Rochelle was telling me about in her hometown, and they've been doing this for like the last three or four years. It's four days of school. It's four days of, uh, of uh, I, I guess they go Monday through Thursday. How long does the school year it's a, last? The I don't know how long the school year lasts, but the day is a little bit longer. The okay. school day is a little bit longer. And so you're thinking, okay, what about working parents? And right, uh, right, they, right. they have, um, uh, they're open on uh, those days, uh, that off day, if kids need, they have like daycare right. take care that they'll take care of kids, huh. which I find kind of interesting. So I'm not sure about either one of those concepts, the four days a week or the year round school thing with longer breaks that they have, like instead of just, or, right. or more often they have like spring break type breaks exactly. throughout the year. That I'm kind of... That I'm kind of intrigued. So by. the end result is you graduate sooner when you make the know. run, or how what, does no, that what, the work? Four days? No, I'm saying no. if you have a school year, year round. round. Oh no, so I don't no. think so. I think because they they just get longer periods um, of time off. So during Christmas, they're not just going to get a week. During spring break, it's not just a week. They still get larger chunks because uh, so families can go on vacation. Mm-hmm. It's just um, spread out throughout the year so instead you, of all in the summer. You, normally, so you would graduate, the, the average kid would graduate high school around 18, 17? Yeah, it's still, yeah, they don't move that around. All right. I, didn't, I, I thought for some reason that was a way to sort of speed up the process. Yeah. So you can be in the workforce by the time you're 14. I, I think that the idea of the schools doing the four days a week thing is a good idea because I think eventually it will lead to four-day work weeks yes. for people. Uh-huh. Which, ladies and gentlemen, we've tested this over the past it few works. summers. It works. It really works. It works wonderfully well. Uh, it, it is kind of good. Now, we've vacation doing yeah, it, but yeah. it works wonderfully well. Uh, so nearly 900 school districts in the United States currently use a four-day weekly academic schedule. Um, this one district, it says it added 35 minutes uh, onto the day. Is that a lot? And they have Mondays off. Added on to lunch. They have Mondays off, and uh, kids can go to school on Monday, uh, but their parents have to pay a fee if it's, um, you know, for child care. Okay. Interesting. Very, very interesting. I don't know which one I would prefer. Hey, my, my, my mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It is, it is kind of a, a, a weird concept because I, the one thing that just, that I see everybody going back to, uh, to school so much in advance of Labor Day that it's like, like this, I'm, I'm down, I'm not down. It, you know what it is? It's the remnant of, of the big thrill, as bizarre as this is, watching the Jerry Lewis telethon, which doesn't even exist in that form anymore for 24 hours. And it was like kind of your last hurrah where you could stay up late, and I guess it doesn't matter as much anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I refuse to do, though, until we go back to school because it depresses me, is the back-to-school shopping. So, like... So when does that happen? Well, you know, well, if kids are going back, you know, at the end of August, the, the stuff is in the stores mid-summer, and mm-hmm. parents are shopping for it, and I was actually just having a conversation with a few other mothers about it, and all of us were on the same boat. We are like, nope, we're not doing it until it's time to go back okay. to school. Mm-hmm. But then you go, and Everything is gone. Everything's gone. Everything's why does it depress gone. you? Why does why does that bother you? Because oh, I don't want I don't want summer to be over. Oh, it's just the acknowledgement that summer is summer's ending. over. Okay. He's going to be back in school. We're not going to spend as much time together. Yeah, no, I, I, I listen. I like fall. You guys know that, but I feel like I embraced fall so that I wasn't so depressed that summer was uh-huh. over. No, mm. it's a coping mechanism. It's a coping mechanism. It's, it's an no, act of desperation. So as you enjoy this year's fall activities, no, it was born out of desperation. <laughs> and perhaps I, the reason I think that the kids should go before la- go back to school before Labor Day is because of that ease into school, and so that they get out earlier and we can. Start start summer 
in the beginning of June. So you'd rather have a uh, the beginning is more exciting, yes, than than the the tail end of. Uh, right. Of I realize I'm such a fossil when it comes to this stuff because it's like for me also, and I, now you get I'm sure alerted ahead of time as to what the kids are are supposed to have, you know, with them when they go. You get emails oh, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. We used to have we would go to school that first day and be Find told out. what we should yeah, have. What you need, right? And yeah. then and then you'd see the like masses of of kids with their parents out at stores buying stuff. And that's when I could convince my mother to buy me stuff that I really didn't need for school. You know, every year in, uh, in May and June, we do Coolest Teacher. And often when we talk to the teachers after they've won, they talk about what they're looking forward to that summer and including the time off. And I know a lot of teachers work year-round or have other jobs in the summer. I wonder what teachers prefer. If they would prefer four-day work week. That's a good question. Prefer, yeah. um, you know, the, the uh, three months on, one, one month off kind of thing. I, I think if I were in that role... I would love year-round with big chunks of vacation in the middle. School should always be like it is the last week of school. Oh, my God. It's the most wonderful time, where you, right? You don't have to. For teachers and students. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just- not paying attention at all. Yeah. No one reason. cares. Yeah. Education if, is like yep. a third concern. If the grades are in by then, you just yeah. don't care. You get to hang out with friends. Well, Your that, teacher tells you something they probably shouldn't. Yeah. Nick, that year-round schooling helps with um, you know the the loss over the summer break. That's that's a major issue for a lot of kids. But for learning, for learning, yeah. 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 So th- so that's what that year-round program they say helps with. So Nick, uh, with uh, Ben in high school, do they have the uh, scenario? where if you hold an A average, you don't have to take the final? I don't know. Okay. That's yeah, good yeah they, they do it at my kid's school. Uh, except for in math. I think math, regardless, you have to take the final. Uh, but you have like, an A average, you don't have to take the final? Mm-hmm. Dude. Yeah. That's yeah a, that's, I mean, that's good. That's incentive. motivation. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it makes sense. You've you've learned the material. Yeah. The, Jesus. Like, why then put that stress on, you know, on a I kid? I like to that. Have, yeah. I, I may have done a better job <laughs> had I had that motivation. I just know going really, into this. No. Uh, <laughs> right, yeah. no, that means I would always be taking the finals. <laughs> let's, be, let's be realistic. Let's yeah. be realistic. Um, <laughs> I just know going into this year, Casey, because Ben is a junior as well, like this is the most, uh, quote unquote, the most important academic year for college. You know, like uh-huh. his college applications will start. We have three juniors uh, in this room right now. I yeah. mean, uh, your your son, my yeah. son, and, and, and me, and, and Preston's yeah. daughter. Yeah. But I mean, this this kind of shapes up to the school that he's going to be able to get into. You know, come uh, two years from now. Uh, mm-hmm. Nick, intern Peyton, who is now a teacher, texted in, and she says four days. Oh, okay, oh, she definitely goes four days, four days for sure. So, um, yeah, I mean, it says be... thirty five minutes. Well, at least that one district. Like, I want to hear from teachers. I want to hear what they what they. So Peyton says four days. Yeah. Uh, Somebody had texted in and said the year round school is three months on, one month off. And I, I know. If I'm a Maybe teacher, on average, that's what I want. That's pretty awesome. So run that by me. So three months on, one month and, off, and there are sixteen months in a year. And so mm-hmm. no, they're not. Uh, oh, you they're need on. to go back to school. Uh, <laughs> so I assume that's five day work weeks. Uh, three yes. months on and then one month off. That's pretty All right, January, March, sweet. off April, and then May, June, July, off August. I like that. September, October, November, off December. That's yeah. kind of cool. Hang on, I'm going to go to uh, Siobhan here who has uh, a comment on the year-round school. Hi, Siobhan, good morning. Hey, good morning, everyone. Hey, what's up? I'm calling because my sister, I have a twin sister who lives in Switzerland, and her kids go to school year-round. The longest break is five weeks in the summer, and then they do two weeks through the year. And I think it's a much better system because... What do you mean they do two weeks through the year? Explain that, please. Yeah, 
months. So Christmas break, two weeks. Okay. The next break they have, two weeks in February, which is the ski break. And Switzerland cares so much about skiing. Right. Okay. That every- <clears throat> it's <yeah>. mandatory. <clears throat> exactly. And the cantons are states. So they switch up. Everybody has a different two-week. Mm-hmm. So they don't flood the ski resort. Oh, wow. Everybody has a chance to, you know, book the ski resort. So, 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 so Siobhan, so, you're saying so four weeks total for time off and the, besides the... The one month off. The one month off? No, no. It's five weeks in the summer and then like for Christmas, two weeks. And then in February, two weeks. And then and that's then it. spring break, oh. like April, March, two weeks. Yeah, it's just so it's it's the normal okay, break so that we have, they're just longer. Longer. I like that. Yeah. How many weeks in a day? Mm-hmm. There are seven. Seven weeks in a day? Yeah. One day, yeah. yeah. You got yeah. that? Uh, interesting. All right, thanks, Siobhan. I appreciate it. So that might be nice because, I mean, two weeks off is pretty solid. That's pretty solid rest. You I, know? And I if, think if you're so. getting them more often, um, that might be worth it. I have a friend who lives in Maine, and she, I was telling Kathy this yesterday, uh, her first, she, she has, a, her company offers sabbaticals. And so she had six or eight weeks off, um, and you, I think you take a, a bit of a pay cut, but... You are guaranteed your job, and you can do whatever you want during that time. How long? Uh, either six or eight weeks. All right. And the, her first day back was yesterday. And she was a little depressed going back to work yesterday, but her summer was incredible because she just w- was able to separate herself from work yeah. for a long period of time. This is in, in Sweden, Rochelle's family, they, they get like eight weeks off, yeah. and you can too. take it all in one Same shot time. Exactly. if you want to. <laughs> yeah. And done. And you, you get a nice big rest. The old school summer break is yes. what it seems like. Yeah. Uh, we have Jeff, who's a teacher. Hey, Jeff, good morning. Hey, good morning to see you guys. Good morning, <laughs> It. What's up, buddy? <laughs> so, um, I'm a teacher, yeah. I'm, I'm a music teacher, actually. And uh, I think I speak for probably a lot of teachers in this realm. Um, I know it's kind of a more hot topic as of recent times. But the idea of the summer slide that we have right now with the current format, uh, I would be interested, just like you guys, to see what a four-day work week would look like because so much of September is just spent getting kids caught back up mm. to what they had learned the previous year. So, so the, the, I, the summer slide concept, I've heard that, and that, I assume, is that they're, they lose the habits of learning, and you've got to ramp them back up after that pause, yeah, correct? Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, so they, they just kind of are spending a lot of time doing catch-up, and honestly, you lose a couple of weeks in, in, in theory that you're kind of catching up from last year. And with my kids, I love them, but so many of them I ask, like, okay, who practiced their instrument over the summer? And I get, like, one or two hands. I'm like, okay, great. So uh, a lot of it is just really playing yeah. that, uh, that that catch-up. Yeah, I can see that. Yep, it does make sense. Did you guys ever do your summer reading? Thank you, by the Never. way. Never. No, of course not. Uh, not it's one. the summer. Summer reading. Oh, I would walk, no. ha! No, I, I didn't do my in. I didn't do my in season reading. <laughs> What's no, I summer Jace, reading? I make Jace do his summer reading for that reason. We really never had summer idea. summer assignments for for some, very rare, in high school. In there high were school. a couple things. Yeah. They uh, never but, check the summer assignments. By the way, the summer uh, reading and the just, assignments. Just to keep you out of at the. At least uh, in our district, they never. I remember sending it in with with him. Keep and you out like, of juvie. And he's like, they didn't even look at it. He goes, they are not grading that. I'm like, uh-huh. yeah, probably not. Uh, maybe not. Well, I mean, it, it, our kids, they definitely did. Absolutely. 
you? Well, uh, the math package. You get because uh, when mm-hmm. I was in high school, it was like reading only. Preston, and now they math have... on your own during the summer. Can you leave that? Yeah. yeah. And so now they have math packets. Um, well, Keith, now it's it, with there's programs online, so they can they can track uh, like see how many hours they spent. Okay. Uh, Casey, Casey, how intense are the? I mean, because uh, your, your kids, yeah, are, are they perform well? So what what are they? What are they? Are they really like working throughout the summer on a lot of this stuff? Well, it depends, it depends. On, the, on, on the student. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, my son is... Uh, he he's he's done now. Right? Yeah, he was finished by July. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Great kid. Yeah. I'm going to go to Tracy, a teacher. Hi, Tracy. Good morning. Good morning. Sorry at work. Oh, we're happy to have you. What's up, Trace? <laughs> so, I agree with the summer. And I'm just going all year round is a lot better because of the summer slide. And also, too, it gets the people who don't teach off my back because my husband, who works all year round, complains that I'm off all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have to hear that every year. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so it would, but t- it sounds like it would sort of work out to be approximately the same. It's just the way it's situated, correct? Correct. Yeah. All right. And then we would have more time in, for, for the holidays and more time to spend throughout the the, the year. Well, you look like in Europe, they, they take, I mean, they shut down for the holidays. I mean, right? I mean, for like a month, they shut the hell down. Uh, that's yeah, my that's understanding. In Germany, they shut down. Okay. All right. Thank you, Tracy. Appreciate it. All right. Intern Peyton called in. She's on the line. <laughs> oh, nice. Hi, Peyton. Hey. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Nothing. Girl. I'm not working because I don't go back until after Labor Day. There you go. Okay. All right. Yes. So, and Tracy proved me wrong. I was going to say there's no way any teacher would agree to year-round school, but I stand corrected. So, but what about you personally? I would, at four-day, I just, someone just sent me the story about, like, how 900 districts in the country are doing four-day school weeks, and that would be... So much better. I just think a three-day weekend, and like you guys were saying, then everyone can adopt that model, and then we still get summers. We yeah, there you summers. go. Okay, so you 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 find yeah. the the happy medium being the four-day work week with with a modified sort of summer. Yeah. All right. Or longer most... longer days, but still the same summer. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. We could do that. Hey, amongst your peers, um, how many teachers? How many people like in your in your group uh, take on a second job in the summertime? say like most teachers do like probably like at least teaching summer school or tutoring or something i would say probably like 80 wow okay okay okay. i didn't realize it was that substantial i think it's the i think it's the younger people too who haven't been yeah Right, you know, enthusiastic teachers who haven't been coursing no, no, by. No. I hate the kids. <laughs> no, like you know, as they they're there, you know, they you you make more money the yeah. longer you're there. Yeah. So I think it's when you're younger they do that. Okay. All right. Yeah. Good luck going back to school, Peyton. Nice to hear from you. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I love you guys. I love you too. Love we'll you see too. you later. But uh, uh, yeah, it started it started this week. Uh, some may have even started last week. To be honest, the, yes, yes, I remember the, the, hearing it on the news, um, and I recoiled in horror. I actually vomited. I will. Go to Sue next. Hey Sue, good morning. Hi, how are you guys? Good school. So it says or school. <laughs> good. It says you're you're a middle school teacher. I am. I'm actually pulling into my in service right now. Ah. <laughs> how does that feel? Yeah. I call it a garage. Yes. Um, so I actually uh, I agree with Peyton. I I can't uh, fathom giving up my summer. Like, cannot. Um, And I also was just going to comment that 
the one thing that I love about teaching is the idea that there's a beginning and an end. Um, the idea that there's like a, a refreshing beginning. And if teaching all year round, I don't know if I'd have that feeling of like the new beginning and the, the new, um, you know, start with a new group of kids. I, I, I kinda, don't know if that feeling. I kind of think I understand what you're saying, Sue. So because so you, you do have, there is something that um, emotionally and developmentally that comes from saying goodbye to this group you know absorbing that and then moving on to the new group you'd be in in sort of a constant state uh without those definitive breaks correct yeah and and i i don't know i feel like i need that moment of like reflection too to be like okay what did i do well what do i need to improve upon and and how do i like Make, make it. Where are those kids? <laughs> hey, yeah. uh, you would want, never know when to sign a yearbook. I want to ask you a question, Sue, and, and maybe all teachers do this. So here's yeah. you, the, the the reason you said that the fresh new start made me think of this. Okay, in these first couple of days, you got a whole set of new faces in front of you, and I will bet, especially if people have been at it for a while, they just automatically start to fall into okay. That one's going to be the smart ass. Uh-huh. That one is the brain. Uh, that one is the popular kid. This is the this is the victim. This is the kid that's going to get picked on. Do you do, are, are, have you become pretty good at, at picking that out pretty quickly? I mean, you try not to get those stereotypical sure. feelings, you know, yes. like and and you know, at times you you to you get some ideas um but i know i try to at least um, on my own try and um create my own ideas and and i'm lucky i teach the first year of middle school so i feel like kids are getting a fresh start kind of coming in so i'm like reinvent yourself like i did be who you want to be did you have that? Because I, I was always moving around from school to school and, uh, mm. constantly. You had to. And so I was like, I was always reinventing myself. By the end, I was a, a an, uh, an Austrian um, prince. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Middle school stuff. I didn't realize how tough it was uh, until my kids went and they hated it. Yeah. They, they look yeah. back. They look back at it really, lonesomely. really, absolutely, oh. because it's a bizarre developmental time in your life. Yeah. It's when clicks happen and people start to really have pointed uh, um, opinions about things. Well, Nick pointed out that there, there's thank that, you by the way sir. in high school that that junior year is is the um, that's, critical. That's the money shot. Yeah, I mean, because, like honestly, if you're thinking about yeah. college and and you want to go to a school that um, you're you know you're aspiring to get into, you have to have a good junior year and you're able to do it. And your senior year really doesn't matter that much mm. that's a good point i think as a teacher i'd be inclined to look at my students and say what free labor could they perform for mm. me? what can i get I bet done you that here. one does good yard work uh let me see that's we're gonna pro- that one's probably good with the pool we're gonna have to break shortly i'm gonna go to uh rob hey rob good morning hey good morning what's How up you buddy are? you're a teacher no actually i am a student oh, oh. I'm a college student. I fully support uh, school full year round. I go to college right now, and I get four weeks off a year. I get two weeks off in the end, one in the middle in the spring, and one in, in the fall. So you yeah. find that that model works best for you for your education to keep kind of the the information flowing and keep your uh, momentum. Absolutely. In high school, and I'm I'm an old dog. I'm 55. So nope. when I was in high school, I was an okay student, 3.0. I am a 4.0 student. I'm in National Honor Society for the first time in my life. So oh. it works. I mean, it keeps you going, keeps you engaged. You know, so it's a good model. So what what uh, what had you re- going back to school, or or were you? Were, <laughs> 
<laughs> How do you end up in well, college at this age? Well, it's kind of funny. I, I mean, I've, I'm actually going back for my, my for my second bachelor's degree. Wait, college. before you do that, or, or do you own a a big and large tailor shop? And your son was going back to school. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, you're tall and fat. No, are you an exceptional no, diver? Different story. Go ahead, Rob. No, 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 no. I, actually, no. I'm actually going back for my second bachelor's degree. I have a degree in finance. I'm going back to get my degree oh. in accounting. Okay. So I could be a CPA. So I could be a certified public a hole. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nice. well, all right, yeah, so interesting. I, I, so he's taking it from a perspective of, uh, yeah, it, it, a, a year-round would be better because it also suits your current lifestyle. Thanks, Rob. I appreciate it. But that might go differently for a teenager who doesn't have three kids of his own and a wife. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, we'll go to Teresa, a teacher in Philadelphia. Hi, Teresa. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, what's up? Good. We're doing great. All right, so what do you want to chime in with on all this? Never want to go to school all year round. <laughs> yeah, you Philly teachers need a break. There's so there's so many. One of the main reasons is right now teaching. There's so much on our plate that didn't used to be on our plate, and we literally need the time to mentally and emotionally and physically recover. How much how much prep work, Teresa, for the beginning of a new year of school, do you have to put in to just get up and running for that first day? So, um, over the, over the summer, um, I did professional, many professional developments to try to implement new things with um, my students. I probably did about eight or nine professional developments. Um, I, my lesson plans, um, over a few weeks for the first quarter, um, I went into my classroom all last week unpaid. This is all, most of it, the PD was paid, but all the lesson planning and the laminating and the cutting and everything was all unpaid. Um, Mm -hmm. I went into my classroom all last week. Then this whole, this, the rest of this week, I'll be in professional development, learning about a new curriculum and stuff like that. It's a lot. Over the, and like, that's just to get ready for, that's like the first week to be ready for. Right. No, there's a, there's a lot. Yeah. There, yeah. What about a four day week? So uh, if we could start earlier and end later, I would be okay. But like right now, some of the schools start at nine o'clock. Like my school starts at 9 a.m. The kids don't get out until 349. So like by the time we eat dinner and go to practice, there's no time for my children to play. No. Yeah, that's true. You need play. We, we have a play break here. Thank you, Teresa. <laughs> yeah. We appreciate we have recess. Um, yeah, it's uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know which I would choose. I, I went no in, idea. in junior high because there were so many kids at our co- at our junior high school. We had what we call a split schedule. So okay. we, uh, w- there was half of the year I was going into school at about six thirty in the morning. Yeah, and then and the other half of the year I was getting home at about six thirty. I'm always blown away by the teachers, and if you look at their their credits, who are not only you know teaching government, and then they're right. the uh, they're the baseball coach, and then they're also they run this uh, extracurricular uh, group. The you know the the uh, how uh, they do uh, it the the, the the forward thinkers of yeah. Uh, yeah, of business okay. and, and blah, 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 and all this stuff. How in the hell do you take on all those extra jobs? too much. Well, yeah. remember, and I don't know if they call it the same thing now, but block scheduling. And, you know, yes. that was when that first came around, we were all like, oh, my God, that long in one subject. And it's now, great. Now mm-hmm. I think it's the norm. Makes total sense. My block? kids do block. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's I, I really, rather than having seven different classes yeah. throughout mm-hmm. the day and getting homework for most of those, having three and 
spending more time in those classes and getting more out of it makes total sense to me. You know what, Kath? I'm thinking about this. Uh, I, I think I've. Um, I think as a kid, I maybe would have been okay with going back to school a couple of weeks early. You were a pool rat, just like me, right? Yeah. You didn't really go to the pool. Uh, like after the second week of August, even like after the first week of it August, gets like, it gets colder at night. Yeah, and so you so, just go to skim the bodies out of the pool. Yeah, but I, I I drove past my old swim club last week and there was nobody in the parking I, lot, and I had a mm. vivid memory yeah. of being there um, in my like early teens, and and it was kind of like a depressing time. So yeah, I think maybe. I'm done with, uh, you know, as a kid, I was done with summer by I'm August, leaving too. this one dive, dive yeah. board town. So so would they shut it down? <laughs> they would shut it down at the absolute beginning of school, or would the pool stay open? The pool long? stayed open until but Labor Day people, weekend. Not no, many people no, would go. I no, got you. And yeah. lot, not a lot of people would go. And then uh, it happened, um, it didn't happen until I was an adult. Uh, it was so hot in September that they actually kept the pool open just on the weekends. Open a few mm. weekends, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I encourage you, if you're depressed like me when summer's over, you have to embrace the fall activities so that there's something to look forward to. It, you're actually a doctor. Your, your fall activities <laughs> list is medicinal. Right. When when do we get the fall activities I list? I think we'll, we'll probably do it um, the end of September. When it's actually fall. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair okay. enough. All right. Well, thank you. Good luck to everyone. School has begun for most people, and uh, we wish you well, dear friend. Yes. <laughs> We're going to come back in a second, and we'll educate you with uh, what not to do in the Bizarre Files. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Looking for fun things to do this weekend? Pierre Robert's weekend calendar has you covered. Shows in town, movies to see, exhibits and specials around the Delaware Valley. Just use keyword weekend calendar at WMMR.com to get the list. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Stephen only sells real natural earth-born diamonds. Well, you're right, but Stephen will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earth-born diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Stephen Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 
Before we dive right into the bizarre file, I meant to mention this because we were having a chat about uh, back to school, but I wanted to. We, we a bunch of us got an email from this gentleman, Rob Nicholas, uh, who emailed in and he said, "My kids go to Greenberg Elementary School in Northeast Philly. Uh, they are one of the ten finalists nationwide in a contest through Children's Place for a chance to win a one hundred thousand dollar prize to put towards their school. What? Awesome. Yeah. So Greenberg wants to put the money towards." putting down asphalt in their schoolyard in order to make it uh, a safe play area for the kids. Uh, he said these kids really deserve this. They are top performers in the city academically, and they were also awarded a Blue Ribbon School, which is a nationwide honor. So in order to win the contest, Greenberg needs to get more votes than the other nine finalists. And listen to this. Not only do they get $100,000 for the new playground, they also get a concert at their school from the Jonas Brothers. No oh, kidding. Wow. Yeah. wow. That's pretty cool, That's right? That's damn cool. Uh, so he said we have to bring the... Kathy's a huge fan. We got to bring the win back to Philly and to Greenberg. Uh, so I sent the link over to Nick. Yeah, I'll post it by uh, the end of the Bizarre File. All right, excellent. And uh, it says I'd really appreciate any, appreciate any help that you guys uh, can give us. You can vote daily. It is free. And the voting ends on August 31st. So uh. just a couple of days left and and that is it. Uh, and he says it's uh, sincerely one of the biggest President Steve Show fans, uh, Rob Nicholas. So that would be really cool. Yeah, that would be excellent. A little school improvement and the Jonas Brothers coming to play at the school itself. Are they the only school in the area? That is, I don't. Uh, it says there are nine others. I don't know. I, I think it's nationwide. Okay. Um, but I didn't check on that, Steve. Obviously, so. we'd have to throw Because he said, yeah, we need yeah. to bring the, 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 the win back to Philly. There so, we go. So there are nine finalists, uh, ten altogether, including uh, Greenberg. So uh, Nick will post that information, and uh, let's do that. Yeah. I mean, we got... We got the best mullet in the country, right? Yeah, we did that. We can now get the uh, the best uh, school in this contest and get the Jonas Brothers to come to Philly. All right, we're going to do the B-File. Here we go. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Brought to you by Dermatology Associates of Plymouth Meeting. Recruiting for an eczema study to test a topical medication. Ages 2 and older can register. Compensation may be available for time and travel. PlymouthMeetingDermatology.com. Well, a Chinese man can consider himself extremely lucky to be alive after being struck by lightning twice in less than five minutes. The chances of a person being struck by lightning during their lifetime are about 1 in 15,300, which is much lower than it seems. But the chances of getting struck twice are significantly lower. And the guy's name is Lu Nan. He was outside his home in China's uh, Jiju province during a thunderstorm last month when he saw a white light before losing consciousness and falling to the ground. He barely, barely had time to register what had happened when he saw the bright light again and once again, he got knocked out. And, yeah, it was a lightning strike. <laughs> it's, I mean, come on. Yeah, when he miraculously... Some people, they say, they believe that it's possible that, that I guess, biochemically, that some people can attract lightning more than other people. It's weird. Maybe uh, it's this guy. He's so lucky. When he miraculously woke up the second time, Lou saw his wife and children overwhelmed by fear as he lay on the ground. He knew that he had been struck by lightning. What and, year is it? And he immediately called for an, an 
ambulance. <laughs> the, uh, the middle-aged man was taken to a hospital where doctors confirmed that he had been struck by lightning not once but twice. He exhibited third-degree burns on his feet, waist, and butt. Lou, what year is it? Snake. He's okay. <laughs> Lou said, I was knocked out immediately at the time, and it took a few moments for me to wake up, and then the light came again, and the lightning struck down as I was lying on the ground. Wow. Although I was aware of being electrocuted, I didn't know what the entire uh, that the entire ground was also electrified. So uh, lightning strikes usually cause severe cause severe damage to the victim's skin, and in his case, it was no different. It left him with third degree burns that he is still struggling with. Uh, about a month after his survival, the Chinese man's burn wounds still have not healed. Oh, I mean, you, you, it's going to take a long time. Luckily, his condition is now stable and can consider himself lucky to be alive. That's crazy. Remember the young man we had in here had been hit by lightning. Yeah, it was, it was and the, the scar was clear. The, yeah. the path of the lightning you to his body. See, it looked like um, you know lightning strikes. Yeah. yeah. Police in York County, Pennsylvania have issued a warning to residents after two big cats were reportedly spot in a residential area. On August 23rd, Spring Garden Township Police were dispatched to a nearby neighborhood after uh, area receiving a report of a large cat sighting and a report of two large cats that were observed earlier in the call were observed earlier in the caller's yard. They were last seen heading north. Now, the sighting wasn't just word of mouth either, as one of the cats was caught on camera in a video shared by police on YouTube hours after the sighting. Residents and viewers of, of the footage were quick to offer their thoughts and suggestions on the sighting. Some commenters were convinced the footage merely showed a house cat, but others disagreed with one commenter saying, I certainly wouldn't want a, ha- uh, a house cat this big in my house. But uh, they said, looking at the comparison to other things around, it looks like it very well might be a mountain lion. Okay, but it's not inconceivable. No, right? no. Earlier this uh, week, multiple reports of a mountain lion sighting in uh, Duluth, Minnesota created buzz as footage was shared online. Uh, mountain lions were once a common predator in Pennsylvania, but a combination of habitat loss, prey loss, and eradication programs by humans in the 1800s drove them, drove them from the state. Uh, so, according to paper published by Pennsylvania State University. Almost all reported sightings of mountain lions in Pennsylvania have been other animals like bobcats, coyotes, raccoons, or large domestic cats, and uh, none have been confirmed as mountain lions. So it would be extremely rare if well, it were the case. What if things are on the uh, the turnaround? What if the, the population yeah. is coming back around again? All right, how about this? Giving off major Jurassic Park vibes, a creature captured in Mississippi broke the record for the longest alligator ever captured in the state. While its length, which is 14 feet 3 inches, is astonishing, so is its mass. The alligator captured on the second day of Mississippi's hunting season weighed 802 pounds. With a belly girth of 66 inches. Wow. I saw a picture of this wow. thing. Wow, yeah. It looks gigantic. Uh, the previous record came in 2017 when a group bagged an alligator that was 14 feet uh, and three quarters inch long. It's like that movie Lake Placid. Weighed 766 pounds. Uh, red Antler Processing said the hunters found the monster in the Yazoo River. Mm. Uh, it took uh, one of the fishermen, or the hunters, I should say, not fishermen. He said it took the group seven hours to land the alligator and onto their boat. He said we hooked him eight or nine times, and he kept breaking off. He would go down, sit, and then take off. He kept going under logs, and he knew what he was doing. The crazy thing is, is that he stayed in that same spot. Kathy, look at the picture of this alligator. Alligator. Oh Look at that. And you know what? Thing. Something that big and amazing. Yeah. I'm sad that it's dead. 
I know what you mean. Alligator yeah. hunting season, by the way, in public waters is from August 25th to September 4th in Mississippi. The state first offered alligator sports hunting <laughs> in 2005. But that thing That's is ridiculous. just yeah. massive. Huge. Wow. Uh, how about this? A beloved Las Vegas neighborhood peacock has been killed with a hunter's bow no! and arrow. No! And authorities are trying to find out who's behind it. Animal <laughs> Protection <laughs> Services. That's a peacock, right? Uh, it is. Yeah. Officers are investigating the death of Pete the Peacock, a pet that belonged to a resident in a gated neighborhood. <laughs> Uh, Felicity Carter, uh, a neighbor, said that uh, she found the bird against a fence with an arrow sticking out of him. She took him to a veterinarian who specializes in exotic pets. She said they, the staff rushed to treat him, even looking into getting a blood transfusion from another peacock. Uh, before Pete died, they found the bird actually had been shot twice. That's horrible. That is horrible. Several neighbors described themselves as heartbroken, including Ann Tillman, who said, we're devastated. We've been in tears around the neighborhood I know Felicity, and she's a good woman. Uh, they are trying Trying to uh, find out who did it, but they have uh, haven't been able to do it yet. Ah! Yeah. All right, I'm sorry to end on a downer. That gang, is a downer, but uh, we'll have some other stories later on. We'll do some more bizarre files. Uh, we are going to take a break. We're also going to have comedian uh, Gianmarco Sorese on the program. He's going to be at uh, Soul Joel's on Friday night, and then he's going to be at Vinny Brand's uh, Stress Factory uh, the seventh through the tenth. So we'll check him with him the nine o'clock hour. We'll get some other stuff before then, though. So hang out. We'll be right back. As the kids get ready to go back to school here at 93.3 WMMR, we're once again honing our skills in the art of alphabetizing. MMR's Back to School A to Z returns. It's a can't-miss annual tradition where we play back thousands of different songs alphabetically by title. It's two weeks' worth of no-repeat hits, album tracks, those oh-wow songs, and many titles of dubious artistic merit. Preston and Steve kick it off this Thursday at 9 a.m. MMR's Back to School A to Z. From the station that featured in Playing Cookie, 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Um, interesting little article. Steve sent this over to me this morning. There was an influencer on TikTok. Sparked a debate about something that she shows in one of her videos. Her name is uh, Cecily Buchan- uh, Bachman. That's it. Uh, Bach. Yeah. Uh, she posted yeah. a pair of TikTok videos of herself grocery shopping, uh, I guess in Tennessee where she lives. And at some point she's checking out and she says to the cashier, oh, I opened this in the store. She was holding her now empty pack of spicy salmon sushi. Uh, and she giggles while talking to the cashier off camera saying, I'm sorry, I was so hungry. So... This has sparked a bit of a debate as to when you are grocery shopping, if you feel like it, can you go ahead and open up what you have in your grocery cart and start eating it before you pay for it? People are very passionate about this topic. Yes. I mean, if you're going to pay for it, what's the difference? She had captioned, opening food is a normal thing at the grocery store. K. Okay. And it's gone viral. So I I think it like the norm, like people walking around the grocery store eating, you probably don't want that. But I mean, if this girl was starving and she, you know, was kind of sitting there, she's going to pay for it. I mean, what? I don't care. What about you, Preston? I think you can wait 
till you're done shopping and paid for before you start eating. Thumbs up on that. If you've made it that far into the day without eating, chances are you'll live to the end of the, uh, you know, checking out. Could you say at a car dealership, I'm going to be buying this car. So I'm going to run some errands today at <laughs> the car. No, but you're going to take be... it for a test drive. Right. But... So I'm going to test out this food that I'm getting <laughs> on the shelf. Right. Uh-huh. And if I don't like it, I'll just cup your hands. I'll spit it back up. Oh. If I'm going to buy it, uh, I feel like there are there are levels to which you can sample ahead of time. Could you prepare a steak? No. Okay. But you could uh, have a Fig Newton. Yeah. You could have a Fig Newton. Uh-huh. You, could, you could tear open the packaging. If I'm buying that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, why are you buying Fig Newtons? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is what you have what to made you know. <laughs> This is a psychological profile. Yeah, I support you in your Fig Newtons. It's the best I, of the Newtons. No, and strawberry Newtons. There no. are cookies right there in the same aisle. <laughs> I wipe my ass with strawberry Fig Newtons. Well, however, uh, blueberry's the best. <laughs> Preston, two for two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're spot on. <laughs> Blueberry are the rocking ones. Big dude. But honestly, if as, if you're, whatever you're eating, you're not paying for it in weight, I don't care. Right. I, I don't have yeah. an opinion. Like, would I do it? Most likely not. But, I mean, it, you know, if you're eating grapes and at the end of the, your trip, uh, the price that you pay on your grapes is dependent on the weight. They are weight, yes. Then, uh, however, I've seen people do that, though. That's yeah. why I feel pretty bad about about eating the one that uh-huh. I have, but I have stopped buying grapes uh-huh. before I sample one because I have gotten the batch home and eaten one and gone, these suck. These are sour and I uh, wasted my money. <laughs> about your and grapes. I, and they I, suck. And I used to hide the fact that I would eat one grape. I don't anymore. I don't even, think, I don't think even that if the grocer's bad. standing right there, I don't care. I'll no, grab it and bite it. That's okay. You're sampling? That's okay, right? Yes. Yeah. One that's grape. absolutely fine. Yeah. I mean, what's the, that's not even going to change a cent of the price that you pay. So, and in many cases, the, the produce is already sort of pre-bagged right there or in a container. Yeah. Like, a, you know, uh, I think, and I, but I have seen people walking around with the bag that is to be weighted to register, eating. Well, and, then, yeah, that, then that's you're, wrong. Then you're stealing that. But uh, if it's not, if it's not weighed, and you take uh, again, I don't think people should be walking around eating food. But also, if you've got a kid, yeah. and they're screaming, and you need to get through the store, absolutely open the fig Newtons and give them one. I will say, what if it's uh, Nick screaming for a fig? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> by the way, there's a whole bag. There's a fig Newton discussion that has started on our text message. By the way, uh, I didn't even know there were blo- uh, blueberry Newtons. I'm a strawberry Newton guy. Well, they're awesome. They're like breakfast bars that. Oh. Have Oh, same okay. type of, you know, okay. uh, it's not necessarily Fig Newton brand. I will say, we ended up, uh, I was at my Acme yesterday, and had I, sam- had I sampled this uh, variety of Dorito, I would have left the bag in the store. No kidding. They were horrible. It was a, and I love Doritos, <laughs> yeah. but the pineapple, jalapeno, oh. I was. Hold I, it. Yeah. There are Fig Newton blueberries. Go ahead. All right. There are? <laughs> yes, there okay. are. There are Fig Newton blueberries? Or blueberry, blueberry, blueberry Fig Newtons. Blueberry. Yeah, so blueberry Newtons, strawberry Newtons, Fig okay. Newtons, all in the Newton variety Couldn't pack. let that get away from you. So you were in the supermarket. Yeah, uh, and I had I sampled those Doritos, I would have just left them on the shelf. They were that bad. I've seen people do that. <laughs> yeah. I've seen people can't eat do that. And, le- and, and leave a bag yeah. on the sh- on the shelf. That is stealing. That's stealing. Yeah. Hang on, I want to go to Ryan has a, uh, an opinion on this. Hey, Ryan. Ryan, good morning. Good morning. What's up, bud? Uh, so I, I uh, when I was younger, um, a baby, my mom would uh, 
give us little uh, baby treats as we're as baby we're treats. Shopping yeah, to uh, to keep us occupied while she could shop and not have to deal with us. These are ones that so. she hadn't paid for yet. Yes, and then at the end, she would pay for them. Okay. And, uh, well, look, and has, has that translated into you now as an adult doing that? Not the baby uh, trees, but yeah. <laughs> where are your baby trees? <laughs> I have not uh, done that as an adult myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I I would possibly do it if uh, I had kids and trying to keep them. Calm. You sound like a scarred individual, <laughs> yeah, actually, right. Ryan. He's li- he's reliving it right now. Yeah, they're all going to laugh at you. Uh, I would say this. Um, Thank you, by the way, Ryan. When you go to the store with kids, don't don't parents usually have like. Like little treat bags or something. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Depends on how good the parent is. Yeah. <laughs> if, if they're good, then yeah, then they have a bag of Cheerios. Or, I'm, sure, or, I'm sure there are people that have worked in the uh, in the checkout aisle that have seen yeah, this regularly. So feel free to call us, 215-263-WMMR. Uh, I'll go to Scott next. Hey, Scott, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Doing great, Scott. <laughs> What's up, buddy? So I used to work at a big box retailer, and uh, my job was to, to walk around as a, a shopper to catch people stealing. And um, a big part of that was catching people what we called grazing. Uh, they yeah. open up like the trail mix, for example, and eat it and then put it back. Okay. Oh, yeah, you can't okay. do that. No, you can't so, do that. So this would, this would be happening regularly. Yes. Often and which is, I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but that's why you probably shouldn't be doing it. They might mistake you. the The people that work there might not know your intent. Your unspoken bond. Yeah, and yeah. and uh, could accuse you right then and there of shoplifting because you haven't paid for that yet. And who's to say that you weren't going to go drop that off? You know, before you got to the checkout aisle. Exactly, and I used to love it because Crazy. as soon as they went and checked out for their items, I would walk up right behind them and say they forgot something. They're like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah." <gasps> and what you would you would hand it back to them? I hand it back to them, and then oh, they would have great. to buy it. Yeah. So you'd give them the discreet option of purchasing <laughs> yeah. something before you you could, and w- within your rights, uh, get them for theft. Correct. All right. All right, but what? If, so, but what if you saw somebody eating something out of the cart? Would you do anything then? No, it's not until they, if it was in their cart the entire time, that's fine. But as soon as they put it back on the shelf and walked away, then it was an issue. Okay, okay so there's a point of delineation there, and right. Kathy raises a, a good point. Do, would most stores consider that your claim and promise to purchase it? That's right, my... yeah, it's in your possession, so it's yours, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you break it, you bought it. Yeah. You, know, you break open the bag. You thought about buying it, you bought it. You got to buy that bitch. <laughs> what's the, uh, what's buy the, that bitch up. What's yep. the room's policy on uh, sampling at the deli counter? You, you want to get a slice of turkey or a kind of cheese? Oh, yeah. That's allowed, right? Absolutely. You, I mean, well, wait, you're do you ask? For thickness? Or do they yes, you can, ask the, you can ask the person at the deli counter, may I try a slice of that? And you can ask that... Eight or nine times, ask that, <laughs> oh, no. ask right. that for the for the cheese. May I sample some of that bread? Yeah, yeah. Like may, I'm asking how's you, your mayonnaise. Yeah, yeah could I'm you ask, open up that jar of mayo, please? I'm asking you legitimately, though. <laughs> yeah. Are you sampling it, or you just you just want a, a bite? 
Uh, I'm sampling. Okay. Yeah, if it, like if I'm at the deli counter. And um, you've never had this particular... Yeah, yeah. That, okay, in, in that particular instance, sampling uh, everything else, including <laughs> <Yeah>. Newton's. <laughs> in my younger days, in my beginning to live on my own days, yeah. I'd go for the free slice. Even though I've had that before, yeah. if it, somebody was working behind the deli and I didn't know, i say, can I try a slice of that? And you sit there and you go, <clears throat> write down a couple notes in your notepad. <laughs> can I try... I'll have it. Yeah. Can yeah. I try a quarter pound of that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there are uh, grocery stores that actively encourage people to sample stuff and, and sure. uh, so I, I think that that's a cool policy. I would never yeah. have found out that Acme's regular oven roasted turkey brand is my favorite brand because I just you know okay I, and I, I I really am not the sampling kind of guy. I see people sample things all the time at ice cream places. You know all what they the should, time. And yes. Acme Steve they should encourage oh, yeah. is um, have a sample of this rotisserie <laughs> chicken. Yes. <laughs> I don't think you could, should, should be able to chew it but you should be able to lick it. Right. Kathy <laughs> you find the ice cream sampling annoying? You don't know what the ice cream tastes like. I know. Sometimes they have flavors that are unique and you've never had before. Well, take a guess. What do you think Oreo cookie ice cream tastes like? But it might. There are other flavors. I'd love to see. I'd love to see Kathy behind an old time (laughs) ice cream counter. What do you have? Can I try something? No, Kath, I'm with you. I was recently behind someone, and and the the husband actually was looking at she. I think she tried three different things, and one of them was strawberry ice cream. And he looked at her. He looked at her, and he said. You, hon, you don't know what strawberry yeah, ice cream is. No, yeah. You don't try that. There, right. And there was a line down the street. That's and I was the like, other thing. Is she kidding right now? Like, yeah, honestly, if, if, it's, if it's pimento loaf ice cream, yeah. Then, yeah, you could, I think you could try, taste or if that. It's something that's not, you know, if it's like a bananas foster chocolate swirl, and you're like, yeah. oh, that's going to go together well enough. Let me right. try a little yeah. bit of that. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Uh, I what? just feel like uh, I already know what I'm getting before I even walk into said ice cream shop. So well, I feel like everybody, everybody else. Can should. I try a little of the woodcock and cinnamon? <laughs> Why aren't you like me? <laughs> yeah. Be more like me. Let me go to Jessica. Hi, Jessica. Good morning. Hey, bitches. Hey, what? What's up, Jessica? Hey, um, so going back to the grocery store, I you, you ever go to the grocery store hungry? It's like you buy all of aisle. It's the worst yeah. mistake you could possibly make. No, the exactly. worst mistake is going to the grocery store hungry and high. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wouldn't know anything about that. All right. My goodness. Trust us. Um, so um, I will, like, get a snack in the beginning, like a box of something, you know, pay for it, obviously. But, like, yeah. I will definitely, like, graze on it throughout the store so that I do not. Five aisle five. Okay. <laughs> That's my goal. So you're looking at it as a cost saving measure because yeah. you'll you'll become Absolutely. satiated. Okay. Interesting. All right. Let me ask you. What's yeah. the quick for you, all you guys here? And and and, and oh, oh, just, sorry. it's fine. You go to the store. You are hungry. How, uh, how soon before you're eating something in the car? Oh, oh, in the car. Yeah, I mean that happens. Uh, um, With the way, no, I mean it doesn't always, but it. I mean it happens sometimes. I eat pizza. Like if I, I bought a pizza on the way home the other day, and I had. <laughs> I'll do that. I only ate two, and I was so proud of myself, Steve, because I only had two pieces before I got. <laughs> Did home. you whole slices? It was a far ride. Okay. I was from CK Imperial Pizza. It was CK to Broomall. Did you? Oh hold, yeah, that's, Did you yeah, hold yes. the pizza against the steering wheel, and as you were driving, you keep nibbling? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually impressed that you only did two slices. Yeah. You're taking that, and they were smaller slices too. Okay. So I was. See, very now proud I'm of not myself. okay with that. The pizza needs to come home intact. 
Yeah, but nobody knew the pizza was coming home. It was, so it was a surprise, surprise pizza. It was a surprise pizza. That, and you have rights. And I have rights. Yeah. It was my pizza that <laughs> yeah. I let other people eat. That's the right. eater has rights. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's um, like when they found Moses floating in the basket. Now, I would when, when shopping at the grocery store, none of that stuff seems to be all that convenient to eat in the car, I think, unless it's a bag of chips or yeah. something some, like yeah, that. Yeah, some sort of bag. Uh, or a tub or, of whipped cream. Or grapes or it's something like that. Yeah, sure, a tub of whipped cream. You can get but uh, I, I, no, I usually don't pick up the food from the grocery store. I, I agree. I, I think you purchase it, and then, by the way, get it out to the car, have at it. Mm-hmm. Go nuts. No, but I mean, in the car, I normally don't uh, pick up the stuff uh, in the grocery store. I get that home. Okay. Usually. By um, the way, I, I'm okay with somebody needing to eat something, but I I couldn't tell you if I've ever done that in the store. Like you, I, you've ne- you yourself don't I, remember a time where you actually ate while shopping. No, but like I get the like I'm starving. I'm around all this food. Like I need to put something in my stomach. I understand that. Here's a scenario. What if you're uh, uh, you purchase a vibrator? And, okay. And you're just walking around. And yes. You're, if you want to test it, it's okay. You guys know CBS. Target sells them, right? Yes. Yeah, they right. do. They have a bizarrely extensive collection. <laughs> I will go next to Alex. Hey, Alex. Good morning. Morning. What's up, bud? Oh well, just uh, heard you guys talking about. The uh, getting food while we're at a grocery store, store. store. Mm-hmm. and yep. so uh, that you I are talk a shopping bit about at my grandmother. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. what happened uh, when I was when I was real young? She would uh, we would go around this meat stuff, and uh, oh, I think I was like maybe four when this started. She would just go and get me a roll from like one of like the deli rolls, <laughs> okay, and oh. just give it to me. And so I would be walking around the uh, meat stop eating the roll. And we'd go up to the counter. And now, she knew apparently knew the people at the uh, at the store. So I well, that makes a difference. Eat this roll, yeah. If yeah. you know somebody, no, that your grandmother was but a if, felon. But if there's like a bin of like you know where, where you found like bagels and rolls and donuts yeah, and, and things like that, yeah. see that yeah, would no, be it was, it was that exactly that would be harder to track. I mean, there's no packaging, You're, and you could just eat that and it's gone. Exactly. Yeah. What about a, like a barrel of pickles? Same thing they used to have, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I used to yeah. love those barrel of pickles. I used to love those barrel of pickles, and somehow COVID killed a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I saw a recipe for uh, uh, pickle schmear that I thought you would love. Pickle schmear. Okay. Yeah. Explain. Uh, so it's uh, it's just a block of cream cheese, diced up pickles, and then whatever accoutrement you want in there. If you want to throw some uh, basil, not basil, uh, chives or whatever, and then you just blend it up, and it is a I like schmear. that. Yeah. Uh, I like that a lot. Smoothie. I will try that out. <laughs> it's not a smoothie. Um, okay. When I, was a, when I was a kid, I was born... In Tennessee, in a, in a fairly small town, and my so dearest wife. <laughs> I live, the day my son was born. I shall name him Preston. I I only lived there. This in, cat will really know how to play the guitar. <laughs> I only lived there until I was about uh, four or five years old, something like that. So I, I have very scant memories of it. But um, there was a uh, small grocery store down the street that we would go to, and we could, if we wanted to, literally go into the freezer section. And open up, say, a box of ice cream sandwiches right, right, right. or what you know, Eskimo pies or whatever, and you could pull one out and eat it really? while you're shopping and just pay for the one, even though you opened a full box. Okay, so, and then when we moved to huh. St. Louis, right. we went into a larger grocery store. I went in there and just did that because that's <laughs> what yeah. I knew. Right. Yeah. I opened up a, a box and took one out and started eating it, and I got in trouble for it. So, I, I, I yes, that would actually Scarred make me. sense to me, like, in... in 
in it like a sort of a hybrid between a, a supermarket and and or like a deli where they have them in there anyway. It's right. like when they put half and half at the refrigerator at at a um, you know at the Seven Eleven or you can Wawa. Pour it and use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can pour it and use it. So you're kind of using the product that you're going to pay for. Uh, but you were also a kid. You know, I don't think they would have done the same thing if you were a grown up. What do you yeah. mean? Like yelled at you for doing what you had done. You don't think they would have yelled at me if I was a grown-up? No, I don't think oh, so. Well, they did yell at me when I was a kid. Oh. And scarred you. And uh, yeah, I still live in it to this day. do something about that. Uh, I'm going to go to, uh, yeah, let me go to Jared. Hey, Jared, good morning. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Good. What's up, man? So, uh, back in the day, you know, where I was growing up, uh, we got our license, had nowhere to hang out. So we would just go to the Walmart Supercenter and just walk around for hours. <laughs> so you'd walk in, and there's the coolers with all the sodas. So, you know, you grab a soda, you walk around for 20 minutes, you drink the whole soda, and you throw it away, you know, and then walk out of the store. <laughs> well, a couple of weeks ago, my daughter wanted a box of candy. You know, we're at the grocery store. I was like, okay, she's like, can I have one? I'm like, sure. Not knowing, she ate the whole box, and we're walking past the trash can, and she puts the box in the trash can. I look at her. I was like, what are you doing? Uh, and she's like, what? I already ate it. I'm like, ah, oh, no. I was like, get your hand in there. Pull it out. We're going to pay for an empty box. And we're paying. I'm thinking to myself, like, wow, I am such a hypocrite. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. Yes. Yeah. It's coming back but, around. But, but, but you, you put it in perspective at that point. Yeah. Yes. All right. Thanks, Jared. I appreciate it. funny. That. So yeah. what's, what's interesting is this girl on TikTok, I assume it was a female, uh, yes. on TikTok, she wasn't grazing. She ate dinner. While she was shopping. I mean, like, you know what I mean? We turned Kathy's microphone off. No, no, off. that was me. I had to oh. um, yeah, no, she did. She had, a like, a meal. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah she ate a whole package of sushi. Yeah. And uh, But she paid for it. I yeah. Mean, she so she did. Again, I, I agree with you. I, I think, wait. Until until you've purchased it, yeah. and then if you go go with the gentleman who was um, working security at Costco, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want to have to have to wave people off. I, I think until you've purchased it, you don't own it. I'm going to go to Eric. Uh, worked at a grocery store. Eric, good morning. Eric, <laughs> you guys rock. Uh, hey! Love you, brother. What's up? Hey, so I heard you guys are talking about eating food before you paid for it. Yes. So I used to work at a grocery store called Redner's out here in Redding. And we used to share war stories between the stock boys, what we would find in the back of the shelves. Uh-huh. <laughs> Please tell. We found everything from a can of opened half-drained dill pickles <laughs> to open Doritos cans to drink water. Uh-huh. I think the worst thing I ever found was... <laughs> Oh, my goodness. What was it? An uh, open can of sardines. Oh, oh my God. God. That's repulsive. They moved it halfway across the store to the frozen section. <laughs> <laughs> so how common how common would it be for you to encounter someone walking around eating stuff before they purchased it? I mean, it depends on the generation, yeah. but I would say pretty common. All right, this is unrelated, Eric, and you'll be able to you'll be able to comment on this. I saw this a while back. I don't remember if it was an Instagram account or what, but it was essentially a reposit for people who work in the grocery stores uh, to post pictures of people that have taken items from one part of the store <laughs> and put it in another part of the store. And I mean, literally, you would see like a New York strip steak <laughs> sitting on top of M and M's. Yeah. Uh, because at some point in the shopping process, they decided, you know yeah, what, I'm yeah. not getting this. 
I'll just put it right here. Yeah. <laughs> Eric, I bet you saw that a lot of times. Yep. All right. Thanks, yeah, Eric. That's good. Appreciate <laughs> it for that confidence. Hey, I, uh, I had to leave. Some, I was at Home Depot the other day, and, and I hate... I hate it when people don't put things back that they're not going to use. But I had to. I, I got it, this piece of lumber. And then uh, I realized that I didn't need it. So you left it at Victoria's Secret. No, no. <laughs> but I felt horrible, Steve. The the aisle was closed. Oh. And so I, so I just kind of left it at the end of the aisle. And That's I looked okay. around like, I'm so sorry. I, okay. I always, listen, I always think of the people who are the stock people and mm-hmm. who have to go looking for this stuff and have to and if you can get them out of work at the end of the evening quicker by just simply returning it to where it was initially yeah that's cool you can do that it's nice uh i will go next to dan hi dan good morning hey good morning guys how you doing good what's hey, up bud? hey uh, i used to make it a tradition whenever i'd go into my supermarket uh, i would all over to the uh, donut cabinet, uh, grab a piece of wax paper, grab an apple fritter, walk around and <laughs> eat the apple fritter. And the uh, wax paper would just go into the cart. So when I would empty all my items out at the cashier, I would say, oh, yeah, charge me for an apple fritter. But since they changed the recipe of the apple fritter, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let me ask you, Dan. Uh, so they would take it because you conceivably could have socked away two or three apple fritters. But they said you said one and, and, and they, they you you have a trustworthy face, you think? Uh, I'm pretty Good sized person, you know. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm glad you said you paid for it, though, because I thought you were going somewhere else with this one, Dan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Steve, you know, no, one's one the, the max, okay? I got All right. McClure didn't mm-hmm. make it in the store, so. All right. And they, they, they never have a switch that recipe back. Do you ever complain about that? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I did a couple times, you know, and uh, they said it was uh, uh, cheaper for them to go with oh, this way. Son yeah. of a bitch. Well, they lost a customer. They lost and a loyal fitter customer. Well, and one time I did go and forget uh, to go and pay for it. So uh, that wrap, that wax paper, stayed in my pocket, crumpled up until the next time it came, and and then I pulled it out and paid for the fritter. No You're way. a good man, Dan. Wow. Yeah, it, it weighed on you, good man. Yeah, it did. It did. Right. You're Appreciate going it, to jail for Thank a fritter, you. son. Wawa makes pretty good apple fritter. Yeah. 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 I'm, a, I'm a fritter fan. I like yeah. fritters. Do you know who has really good fritters? Mm-mm. Duncan. Yeah. Duncan has good fritters. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Did you go to Britain's down in uh, Wildwood? Britain's? That's, that's the fritter place. No. Yeah. There's a fritter There's oh, a fritter place. Do they have a sign outside that says you get a free fritter? <laughs> free fritter, free fritter <laughs> yeah. with every oil free change. Free fritter Fridays. <laughs> free fritter with every oil change. No, actually, uh, I'm thinking of cannolis. Okay. There's a free cannoli. No, you're talking no. about free Ken's cannoli. cannoli. Wait, yeah, it's Ken's cannoli cabin. cabin. Fritters are definitely better than cannolis, right? Like, yes. Yeah, so many I things think. are better no. than cannolis. No. Yeah. I agree with Casey. Cannolis are overrated. Yeah. The cannolis are bad. They're just overrated. I will say this. It has to be the perfect symphony of cannoli cream and cannoli, cannoli shell. I am usually more happy with my fritter than I am with my cannoli. Okay. Yeah. yeah, on average. That's, yeah. that's yeah. the yeah. old Larry Wait, fritter, Clapton song. Don't fritters often have cooked fruit in yes, them? Yes, they do. Yeah. There you go. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Forget it. Yeah, they got apple in them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, blueberry fritters are even better. I don't think I've ever had a blueberry fritter. So there used to be this little Amish market down the shore, but it's closed now, and they have blueberry fritters. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Mr. Casey. Right. Fritter or scone? All right. Uh, fritter. I think I go with oh, scones. Scone. Here's the deal. I am with you. I love scones. Mm-hmm. I love fresh scones. I love 
What's your favorite scone? You know what? I go between uh, blueberries, good. What about the orange ones are fantastic. So not and an vanilla guy. is out of this world. Now you're talking again. So. Uh, yeah. So the uh, I would go with the um, cranberries. Pretty good too. It's pretty. <laughs> I like I like the cinnamon <laughs> scone. I like the blueberry scone. Uh, not a big fan of the orange scone. But you know what's an amazing thing? Scones are staggeringly high in calories. Yes, they are. I had no idea. I thought, Load well, of I'll just have a scone. It's only a 1,000 calories. No, you're, you're eating a gigantic cookie. You're eating a cookie, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a breakfast cookie Yep, mm-hmm. is what it is. Uh, okay, were you going to say something? Uh, well, no. If uh, At the tail end of the conversation, <laughs> okay. I have a public service. Another <laughs> call or two real quick. I'm going to go to Zach. Hey, Zach, good morning. Good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, bud? Good. Good. So I work at a local grocery store in Downingtown. Uh And so we just got a new salad bar, and some guy walks up. I was stocking the salad bar. I look up. I see him staring me down. So I just keep going about my day. So I see him, like, stocking up, stocking up, stocking up. Never even puts a lid on his salad. Walks up an aisle and just starts slamming it all the way down. Now, do you pay for that by weight? Yeah. Okay. There that, you that's go. Stealing. That's stealing. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I had to go out and be like, hey, would you pay for that by weight? And he's like, oh, I was just having a bite. I was like, no, you weren't. So <laughs> he, he walked up to the cash register, but he's still slamming it down the whole entire way he's going through. So, yeah. That's so not cool. Yeah. They should weigh you when you go in. Oh, that's a good yeah. point. Weigh yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> and then and see how much you weigh out, when you yeah. leave and charge you accordingly. Yeah. Yeah. It was just surprising because I've never seen anybody do something like that. And he just was, seemed very, you know, it was his. He He's being very cavalier like a, about like, it. It's like a truck weigh station. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Zach. Appreciate it. Wow. All right. One last call. And then uh, Casey's public service, service announcement. Uh, Jim is on the line. Hi, Jim. Good morning. Hey, this is Jim from Philly driving in Boston. Oh, nice. There you go. Thanks, Jim. You fought Kid Arizona. What's up, bud? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you, were, you, you brought back a, a memory. I was a single dad of a three- and four-year-old walking through Giant in, in Montgomery Township. And the older one needed something to eat. So I grabbed a quart carton from the container uh, from the refrigerator fill up his bottle he takes a sip he throws it he, i grab it again he's throwing it i, I grab it, wait, 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 hold it. Know you're in boston jim <laughs> you can't yeah. say that on yeah. the radio it was wicked awesome <laughs> there you go better <laughs> all right go ahead uh, i'm going boston now so i chugged the other half of the cotton <laughs> I put it up there. The lady goes, hey, the half and half is empty. You're giving the three-year-old half and half and to you drink. Slammed it. That's oh, hilarious. I love it. All right. Thanks, Jim. For the good memories, guys. Appreciate you, it, man. We'll see you. Oh, my God. Do you remember that movie years ago? It was a Joe Namath movie. Yeah, News. where he made a sandwich and yeah. a whole meal in the beginning of the movie. And then eats goes... It. And with a, a gum. Yeah. Spice one pack And that's gum. what he pays for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes through, he's opening up everything, he's making a sandwich, okay. he's walking around, he's eating the whole thing. I forgot what movie that was. CC was and Company. Joe Namath, yeah. yeah. okay. By the way, here's a quick, uh, before we go to Casey's um, public service announcement, this text is very short and simple. It says, there's no way in hell fritters are better than cannolis. Go to hell. Okay, I'm with you. Who is that? I don't know. Email me. All right, Casey. Okay. You have the floor. When you are at a store and there is one uh, register open and, the, and a huge line, 
mm-hmm. and they open another register. I don't care what that person says. If they say next in line or if they say this register is open, whoever is in the back of the line, you do not have mm-hmm. dibs to the front of the line. This happened to me yesterday, and I actually said something to the guy. Uh, I, 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 uh, well, and then I was having a conversation with the guy in front of me because the guy in front of me was just as livid as the guy in the very back of this line who waited for all of about three seconds before the register opened. This Then he went over. Uh, I called him me first in the gimme gimmies. I know Marissa would appreciate that. Uh, and then I pointed at his face and I was like, I, I go, oh, what did I say? Something. I'm like, uh, I, but either way. Go forth and multiply. Um, but I, I did keep my composure a little bit, but I, it is, you're in the back of the line. You do not get to go to the front of the line. You, and if you do, and if you're listening to this right now and you go, you snooze, you lose, you're an a-hole. May I jump All in here? All of you people are a-holes. Yeah, so I agree with you 100%. So, so it's also bad, it's it, bad line management. The people go, next in line mm-hmm. should be should be called out by the register. Is that register open over here? No, it should be next in line. All right, yes. wait, I'm I'm confused. You weren't in line. I was in line. Oh, you were. I in was line. in line. I was like fourth from the register, and there were five people behind me. The fifth guy behind me was the first person served at the register that, that just opened. Can't do that. It was a long line, and I like when the cashier is like they, they will call people out though sometimes and they'll say sorry it's next in line and I'm i a little I, th- I think the grocery store is a, a different um a different animal he said one line one line open though there was one, only one line was open. Yeah, only yeah. one okay. line so i agree with you i know where you're going yeah if it's a counter right uh and then all of a sudden another register yes. opens up the next person who's uh, who's in line should go right uh but if it's a grocery store and there's multiple aisles i think whoever's nearest you can break it as dibs but so when snap I, it off when it happened and i saw the guy because the lady called for help and then the guy came over i said to the three people in front of me i'm like hey you guys and, and before i could even finish my sentence of do you, do you guys went he was already there i'm like you got to do something <laughs> oh, right. hey you i'm talking to you yeah casey similar situation but different last night i was at the phillies game right and there's a long line to get on the third base gate right and so there are i don't know eight or nine or ten gates that you can go in right we were in the far right gate and it was a very long line to get in we had worked our way to about halfway up and then they opened up the one that was second to the right and we went from the middle to the front because the the security guards and the ushers were like, this line is now open. Uh, so it became a bit of a free-for-all. Yes. A- am I in, Am I okay to then get into that line immediately? Be, be, go from the middle I'm of the line to the first. I'm having a hard time like, understanding. There were uh, multiple lines, Casey. Yeah, so in, already... in multiple lines, it would have been more vague. And I think he right. was okay to do that. So yeah. there's, uh, imagine there's, there's 10 gates, right? We were in line number one. And then all of a sudden, and two is closed the whole time, two opens up. We shifted from line one to line two to go in. Yeah, because there's sure. no way to delineate who rightfully is the exactly. next person in a multiple line situation. And By we were next. Kathy, you'll you'll appreciate this. And, okay. and and I agree wholeheartedly that places like uh, Home Goods and Marshalls and Dick Sporting Goods and so on that have a single yeah. line for everyone to get in. And it's very clear that there's where you stop. Yep. And then the, the next counter person will say, I'll take who's next. There's there's no question as to who yeah. you know, who does that as yeah. well. Is up next. DSW. Yeah. DSW. Does and you that know what too. I do a lot of times? Um, uh, if you're going to a place where, let's say, like a Rita's Water Ice, where there's like three or four windows. Yep. Yeah. And and at least at my Rita's, they do this all the time, where there's one line and whatever window opens.
happens, then the next person goes yes. to the open window. Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's and then one. And they'll say, be cool, you're at Rita's. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Be cool, eat By the way, uh, Marisa ran a poll across our socials and oh. on YouTube. An overwhelming response is to eating in the grocery store before yeah. you pay. No. Ah. 75% uh, went with a big no-no and 25% it's okay. So that will continue on and we'll see how people respond to that. Um, we need to take a break. We have a guest yes. uh, who's coming up here shortly. So let's uh, do that very thing. We'll return in just a moment. So please stay with us. Is your phone an app hole? You know, full of useless apps taking up space? Well, get rid of them and get the WMMR app. You can listen to us wherever you go, get important alerts, and so much more. Because, after all, the world needs less apples. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double-hung, sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. The next guest is going to be performing at uh, Soul Joel's in uh, Pottstown this Friday, 7 o'clock show, by the way. Tickets available at souljoels.com. And then over to Buddy Vinny Brand's uh, joint, wow. the Stress cool. Factory, yes, yeah, September 7th through the 10th. Please welcome Gianmarco Sorezzi hey! to the show. Hello. Hey, man. How you doing? How are you? We're doing good. How I'm you? good. Wonderful. Hey, by the way, real quick, just not really knowing, uh, we, we never had a chance to talk before. Uh, Nick had pulled up your Instagram account. You got married. No, uh, no, 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 no. that's Jed from the Struts. <laughs> oh, uh, oh my, you, you scared the crap out of me. <laughs> yeah, well, let me, let me finish oh because God. he just pulls up. Uh, generally, Nick will pull up an Instagram page, our, our next guest. And I'm like, your wife is really hot, dude. <laughs> But never mind all this. <laughs> no, but Jed's wife so from much. the Struts, she's really hot. So, so there you go. Yeah, if you I, ever go to a Struts, I've heard show. great things about her. Yeah. What, a, what a lucky guy. So let's talk about him. For the brief period of guy. time you were married this morning, she was hot. So there you go. And he kind of looked yeah. a little bit like her. He does. He does. Yeah. That's funny. That, that one will. He'll remind me of this at a later date. Uh, <laughs> Marco. Uh, anyway, but yeah, so uh, tell us a little bit about you, man. We're, uh, you know, it's nice to meet you. Good to meet you, too. I, I'm, 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 I'm zooming in from New York. Okay. I'm a New Yorker. I, uh, you originally from Maryland? You know, yeah, Maryland. Very boring. Potomac, Maryland. 
I, no, nothing funny about Maryland. I, I never, <laughs> like I saw that, I'm like, I don't think I've ever, and I'm sure there are other people from Potomac, Maryland, but I don't ever remember seeing that in any of the bios. <laughs> so It's uh, just like three overall, <laughs> so yeah, it's not surprising. Right. Very cool. And then you moved to New York for a comedy, right? Well, no, originally, for th- I've been an actor longer than I've been a, a comedian. I did theater. I've, I've shared the stage with some people who have gone on to become huge real estate agents. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it's usually the way, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, pretty much. And it didn't go well. You know, I, I had I had a, a small part on, on Law & Order SVU. I, I played Ice-T's waiter. Oh, uh, so you know, to prepare for that, I actually became a waiter for twelve years. <laughs> and, <laughs> You've had some cool, though. And, you, uh, I have to ask you on Blue Bloods, right? Blue Bloods, yeah. right? So I, I yell a question at Tom Selleck, and he says, "Shut up," and that's it. <laughs> well, to be on set with Selleck, who seems like a pretty cool guy, do you have time to interact with? Because obviously, if you're building an acting resume and you're doing roles like that, is it just verboten to just? talk to the the main star or do you get some time now and then you know he's he's nice i i waited for another person to ask him for a picture and then i said ah here's my opportunity and then i went in there and you see the producer come over to be like tom is it okay should we let them speak to you (laughs) and tom was very gracious right tom was very nice but once he took that picture he had things to do. Yeah. He had some voiceover to do to make a million dollars. Right. So, uh, yeah, continue. I'm sorry. They're all nice enough. You know, I worked with, I worked with J-Lo. People say, was J-Lo nice? She didn't hit me, you know, but she's got a lot to do. Right. So we sat and she said, hi. She said, hi, I'm Jennifer. And I, I pretended. I was like, what was that, Jennifer? Okay, cool, cool, cool. But, yeah, everyone's been nice enough. Right. All right. So entering into so if you've done if you're in theater, uh, you you go to New York, and I mean that's just the you're in the jaws of it all. There's so much competition. There's so many insanely talented people. Were you pretty confident going into that that I can make this happen? <laughs> I. No, the trajectory of confidence, it's always biggest in high school. In high school, oh, I was the best actor of all time. Right. I was a Daniel Day-Lewis. And then college, you go, wow, there's some people who can sing a little better, who can move a little better. And then once you hit New York, you really feel it. You just feel how, how especially also how, how good-looking some people are. Yeah. Like that's, that's the thing, you know. Oh, my God. I, I hit an age... You know, I I don't know if I'm good looking enough to be a movie star. I mean, for stand up comedy, I'm stunning. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I do shows. As once an audience member said, I I look like a young Hugh Jackman. And I said, look, if I was standing next to the real Hugh Jackman, I look more like Ray Romano. I promise you. It's all about comparison. Well, so so you're there, and you're, you're obviously you go, and 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 um, the main focus is on acting, uh, but you're a funny guy. Um, so do, did you just did you com- compile the the material first, or did you just like uh, Patrice O'Neill did? He jumped up during uh, he was heckling somebody and jumped up on stage. Mm-hmm. How did you get up on stage doing comedy if your main focus was acting? As you can imagine, talking to me, me and Patrice O'Neill have a similar comedic trajectory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> no, I, I wrote a play uh, for the Fringe Festival, which was pretty popular in New York. And it was like autobiography, because that's what you do when you don't get acting work. You become a writer right. and you employ yourself. And I in the play, it was about myself and I talked to the audience 
And uh, all the compliments were about that part of the play. No one cared about the scene work at all. And so I, I just kind of leaned into the thing that people were responding to. And, um, you know, to be a stand-up comedian basically means to give up your night's for the rest of your life, yeah. really. Yeah. I don't think I even, you, know, you don't even grasp it in the beginning. I think if you did, you might never try. Uh, but I just started working at a very crappy comedy club in New York called LOL, which is like <laughs> the club where the audience didn't even know they were going to a comedy show. Oh. This is the audience that thought they could get Lion King tickets day of. <laughs> and someone in the street, someone in the street said, Dave Chappelle's going to be here tonight. <laughs> and, and then I walked out there. I mean, imagine... And uh, I, I did. Um, I got in there as a young comic. I did the check spot, which is that's the comedian they put on stage right as they drop the check. And it's uh, it's a tough spot because the audience is now looking down at the number right. that they're paying. They're looking up at you. They're going, not worth it at all. <laughs> and uh, and also, you don't get paid for the check spot. So I'm on stage performing, watching the club get paid mm. while I'm not. <laughs> And I did that for like two years. Yeah, just just every night, and I fell in love. I just fell in fell in love with the uh, the feedback from the audience, the 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 rush, the anxiety, the release, and I uh, very quickly kind of pivoted careers. Well, it's interesting because you talk about that, and those a lot of clubs will do that. They'll pay. In fact, Pete. Uh, you know, Holmes, who I, I think he's a good friend of yours, correct? Oh, I've, yeah. I've done a show, but, yeah, yeah. but I appreciate that. Yeah. Sure, yeah. So, Spread but, that rumor. But he talked about, um, and a lot, a lot of them have talked about the, the this this handing out on the street corner to get people into comedy clubs and the Dave Chappelle promise mm -hmm. and the, you don't know who's going to come down and try out material. Is that something you ever yourself ended up doing? Handing out the... Uh, uh, yes, I was very bad at it though, because it's a, it's a real, it's, you're really lying to strangers, many of whom can't even speak English. It really is, you're, you're scamming them right on the spot. Right. You go, oh, hey, Roseanne walked by here once in the seventies. Check it out. And yeah, and ultimately, then they go to the club and they, they, it's you, the person who handed them the flyer. I mean, I mean, just imagine the, the, the light leaving their eyes as you walk on stage. It's, it's tough to bear. The realization. That it's a Twilight episode. Uh, I, I'll tell you this: um, the, your your uh, podcast very popular, and you've scored some stellar uh, names. Jerry Seinfeld. Now we've heard Jerry Seinfeld. I love Jerry Seinfeld. We love the comedians in Cars, but sometimes can be a difficult interview. What was your experience like? Wait, you think I had Jerry Seinfeld that's on my what, podcast? That's what it said. Yeah. Wow, my my PR person is really lying on my behalf. <laughs> I, no, I, I I've hosted shows that Jerry Seinfeld has shown up. Uh, oh my God! If he had done my podcast, listen, I, if you I know him, I think please. so. Yes. No. Somebody we know him. He truth. doesn't. He doesn't know us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I do we're in the sure. same boat. Yeah. I, I, listen, I've hosted a lot of shows that Jerry Seinfeld drops in. Whenever I see him on stage, I'm like, okay, my next show is going to start really late this time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you uh, yeah, yeah. I do want to ask about going through that whole process because you are a bachelor of fine arts at uh, University of Miami, and we're going through this process right now. I have a daughter who's starting her senior year in high school, and uh, we're looking at BFA programs all across the country and uh, oh. I, I, listen you did it because you loved it do you still love it listen <laughs> oh, no. I I want to I want to 
That was a long pause. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be your daughter's advocate. I, I, well, just so you know, I'm, I'm starting a, a new program where I, you can hire me. I, I will show up to your house. I will talk her out of that degree. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's a, it's wow. a new program I'm starting. It's called Scared Straight the Musical. <laughs> and, and I'm just going to show her my, my resume, my bank account, and then whisper how old I am. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do for you. So you're, you're going to hard I, hit. I, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring your daughter. Here's what we'll do. We'll go to Times Square. We're gonna watch the actors <laughs> that Chicago the Musical has hired to dress up like characters in the show, handing up flyers in the middle of Times Square. Okay. And I, I will say to your daughter, I'll say, someone auditioned for that. Yeah. And did not. <laughs> and did not get it. I, I did. And it was me. Uh, <laughs> uh, wow, that's so right. It's tough. I I wish you luck. That is not an easy process. I was glad for the first two years. A four-year program in a theater degree. First, by the way, you know, ChatGPT is going to replace anything she's going to do in the next couple of years. But I think it's just important to go to a college where you where there's a lot of people. So you build a big network. Right. Like an NYU or a Northwestern. Because then at least when you graduate, you have a lot of uh, friends within the industry and all the adjacent industries. A small conservatory, that's a mistake in my right. opinion. Well, it's funny you should say that because my friend Matt, uh, he was a theater major at UConn. He's out in L.A. right now. And like it was it was tough sledding for him in his early 20s. But what's crazy now as a guy in his, you know, early to mid 40s, is he like knows all these casting agents and, you know, all these people that he sure. didn't know when he was younger. He does know now, but now he's a florist and he's not in acting anymore. Sure. I mean, that's that's what it is. You know, I've hit an age now where I've, I've been in it long enough. I know people. But I was so jealous of the kids who went to NYU yeah. because they graduated and they knew this person and that person, this person's dad. My conservatory by the end was like 11 people, two of which are in the business still. So, uh, you know, I, I, I wish him luck. I. I had fun, yeah. but having a degree in musical theater is like is like having a PhD in imagination. Yeah. It really doesn't mean much. <laughs> I love that. To get, I mean, my classes were, were were easy. My classes were like called movement and voice <laughs> and and other things I had studied as a baby. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure like my, my only academic class, my only academic class was called accounting for actors. Oh, which uh, it's like regular accounting, but with a focus on negative numbers. Always yeah. uh, the, 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 oh, in the race. How to file for unemployment. Yeah. Yes, oh, exactly. I love, yeah. so, so let me ask you, you're, so, and you, you talk about it, uh, you're, you're, uh, your father's Italian, your mother uh, Jewish, uh, and they seem to be, yes. um, uh, you know, uh, I don't know from what I, I gather, you know, fairly <laughs> conventional parents, this concept that you would get into this line of work, was it met with, uh, with a thumbs up or did you have to battle them to, uh, to convince them it was a proper life path well they're 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 pretty occupied with their own uh, uh dating lives so my they're, they're divorced okay um which i guess i would consider conventional at this point <laughs> right. in, in america i uh but but that's that's the thing that they they were pretty easy because because my mom you know she's on the dating apps she hasn't got time to she's worry a- about <laughs> what degree i'm getting she's she's oh yeah she's on eHarmony uh, uh right now she went on a date this is true. This is this is not a she. She went on a date with a guy. I said, "How did the date go?" And she was like, "Let's just say 
We're physically compatible. Wow. Oh my God. Let's just say fine next time. Let's yeah. say fine next time. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah. No son wants to hear that. No. No, no. But it's not as bad as my dad. I mean, my dad, he just got a new girlfriend. And, uh, you know, she she and I have a lot in common, like being born in 1988. Oh, and, uh, oh no. Plus and minuses. All Jeez. Oh, do you, so do, do, uh, do you prefer to wave them off when they start talking about their uh, their dating lives? Or, I mean, are they, is this just something mean, you can't uh, escape? Uh, you, you, you can't escape it. I, it's, uh, you know, they, they call, they say, ah, oh, we broke up, we're back together. They're more dramatic than high schoolers, really. Mm-hmm. And I try. I, you know, I tried going uh, on a double date with my dad, but it's weird because he likes, he likes dating younger. I date older. Uh. So when, when we go on a double date, it just looks like the family dinner I never got to have. <laughs> oh my God. I, I was recently out with a friend who is dating someone who is a year older than his son and they, all three of them were there. Wow. And I was like, this is weird. And even the guy, he was like, I know he's like, he should probably want to date my son, but I don't know. He does. She doesn't. She wants to wow. date me. I'm like, okay, whatever works for you guys. It's kind of after Oh up. God. Yeah. I, 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 how how yeah. old were you when they got divorced? Uh, so my parents uh, got divorced when I was seven days old. Seven days so, uh, old? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So like most kids, you wow. know, my first word was mama, but my next five were told me to tell you. Yeah. That is brutal. Wow. Um, okay. So, well, then you didn't know you didn't have the benefit of all the resentment and all the other stuff that would go with it. So you missed out on all, on all that. Well, yeah. Yeah. Real lucky. Real lucky. <laughs> real real lucky boy. I want to test the validity of the research we've done on here. Uh, you since the uh, the Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> thing didn't pan out, but um, were you? Did, <laughs> Were you a spokesperson for a German condom brand or something along those lines? So I was a spokesman for for several things: a German soda, a American condom brand, and General Electric. Those are the three. And baby bottle pop. I had a, I had oh a beautiful commercial career. Wow. Yeah, you can you can actually make some substantive loot on that. Oh, no um, doubt. Yeah, on the, the, Oh yeah. There's a there's a guy Check. years ago, a guy Squire Friedel, I think his name was, and and his he was a the, the commercial dude, man. It ended up being like a multi million. I wrote a book about it. Uh, you know, but so, yeah, you, there was. Go ahead. Before digital, before digital, it was pretty. It, it could be very lucrative. I mean, the General Electric. I did these commercials for General Electric, where my father has a big hammer and he's like, you can't pick the hammer up, can you? And it was not only did the commercial air a lot, but then they hired me for the corporate events. So they would fly me to Vegas oh, to show up in front of a thousand GE employees with the hammer like, hey, I can pick it up now. And that was it. And wow. That was it. And then they give me $20,000. And you're like, and the, the illusion was, wow, I guess this is my life now. I, I make 20000 in appearance. And then it goes away. Yeah. And, and no one from General Electric calls me anymore. Oh, they don't man. care about me at all. What was the German soda brand? It was called Ravella. Okay. And they flew me to, it was wild. They flew me and another Jewish guy, two Jews. They couldn't find anyone in Germany they liked. And I get, you know, you know why? Well, you got rid of a lot of your, your acting pool. And they flew me to Cape Town, Africa to film a commercial in German. Oh, I don't speak German. Uh, 
They, so they, they dubbed me. They flew me from New York to Cape Town for a German commercial, and then they dubbed a German person saying my lines. What? Well, you had and, the look. Uh, you clearly yeah. had the look that they were going for. Exactly. I mean, exactly. jumping to hoops to get that face. <laughs> and by the way, since I'm not under contract, Ravella, disgusting. <laughs> really? It's the most disgusting soda I've ever had in my life. <laughs> oh, gnarly. Okay, well, that sucks. All right, and then uh, the condom brand. We got we to do the full circuit here. Conogram, uh, it was called Billy Boy Condoms. Billy Boy. I think you can only, I think you can only buy them online, which I'm sure that's reassuring for your condom. <laughs> Never heard of Billy guaranteed. Boy. Do not sell these in store. Yeah, guaranteed, guaranteed to make you a father. And uh, it, it, that was on a beach. I, I, I had to shave my chest for it. Shaving the chest because I'm Jewish and Italian. That cost more than the actual commercial payment. Wow. And. Uh, and and yeah, I think I was paid. I think I was actually, if I'm looking back, I think I was paid in in those condoms. Oh, wow, that's it. Well, it's a fair fair trade. Yeah. Uh, wow. What about yeah, the baby yeah. bottle pop? Yeah, that's oh, yeah. yeah. There we go. Baby baby bottle pop. I was I was the spokesman. The 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 line was uh, uh, we take silliness very seriously. And I think the best part of that was to walk by children's playgrounds and have them be the ones go, oh, my God, it's the guy. <laughs> and I said, oh, great, yeah. great. Oh, you're, it's great to have a fan base that's not allowed in the comedy clubs yet. Yeah. I've always said, like, <laughs> nine years, I'm going to be so famous. Wow. I'm just holding on. It's got to be problematic, though, to have so many kids point at you <laughs> that, that are in a, yeah, in a park. That's the guy. <laughs> that's the guy. That's the guy. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Oh my God! All right. Well, listen. We we know that you're uh, you're headed to town Friday, and uh, we're hopefully going to send a bunch of people over because you're a very funny and cool person. Soul Joel's and Pottstown. Great place. And then you'll be over at Vinny's Joint, uh, the Stress Factory, uh, which is of course in New Jersey, uh, September seventh through the tenth. Uh, you can get tickets there for stressfactory.com. But hopefully, you'll be down and uh, can pop in the studio sometime. I would love to do that. Right. I appreciate you having me here, though. Nice talking to you. Tia Marco Sonesi, guys, on the President Steve Show. He's awesome. Nice I love guy. that. Yeah, very nice guy. All right. Um, I was looking for his picture, and I just uh, did a Google search on Billy Boy condoms. Um, and I don't see his picture at all, but I've never seen this brand ever. No. Billy Boy condoms? No. Years uh, ago... Uh, they, they, my preferred was well, I would purchase it at a uh, the gas station that I would go to. They were called Bareback. Bareback. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wait a minute. I think we found the commercial uh, with uh, GM Marco. Yeah, sure hey. enough. And he does have a shaved chest in this commercial. Uh, but Barebacks are what you used. I was the old standard Trojan. Yeah, I well, only know well two brands. Name. What's Tro- that? Trojan and Lifestyle. Those are the only two brands that I know. Ramsey's. Oh, Ramsey's one. a very popular brand too. Yeah, yeah, with the Reservoir Tip. Yeah, it's a big Sp- thing. Spermicidal lubricant. Right. Ribbed for her pleasure. Right. All kinds of. Uh, who's the comedian who say they'd wear them inside out for my pleasure? <laughs> <laughs> it just dawned on me why they call it Trojan condom because of the Trojan horse and yeah. I didn't even think of that hiding inside. Yeah, and the Trojan horse. Yeah. <laughs> it keeps all the people from running outside. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. All the little guys. Yeah, they're all stuck in the horse. They're all stuck yeah. in there. Well, why didn't you just put a little fake horsey on your pee pee? <laughs> <laughs> well, that might be uncomfortable, yeah. you know. So I'm going to go stallion on you. Unless, of course, it's ribbed for her pleasure. <laughs> all right. Um, we should take a break, come back in a second, get to some B file stories for you, my friend. We will sh- uh, return in a second. Don't forget a tattoo for you to win today. Preston Steve Show. 
uh, special tattoo from our friends at Floating World Tattoo and Piercing on South Street, 1729 South Street. Just text the word tattoo to 39333. We'll be back in a moment. Join Kathy Romano and Hicken tomorrow from 6.30 to 8.30 at McGurk's Pub, 582 South Bethlehem Pike in Fort Washington. A great place to watch all professional soccer games. Enjoy $5 Heineken Silver, original and 0.0. Crisp and refreshing Heineken Silver, 3.2 carbs and 95 calories. All the taste with no bitter endings. Enjoy Heineken responsibly. Always dig that song. Bit of a one-hit wonder from the band Fastball, and it's called The Way on MMR. If you remember, it's about this couple that went missing. Yeah. And the idea was that they kind of went off and lived this life. They didn't. And no, they didn't. They died. They froze to death. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. But, um, um, yeah. When that song came out, they were appearing in concert, and I did a concert spot for a radio station using the one song. That's all they had. <laughs> yeah, it's all they had. Yeah, yeah. All right, we have a final look at traffic, so we're going to go ahead and take that now. Kathy, what's going on? We've got jam traffic on the Pennsylvania Turnpike westbound between Norristown and Valley Forge. The accident that was out there now cleared, but there is one on the westbound side uh, in the left lane right at uh, Valley Forge. Uh, west on the Schuylkill, that's slowing from University to South Street, the Boulevard to Belmont, and then again at Conshohocken eastbound, the Blue Road into Belmont, the Boulevard to the Vine, and then near Pashyunk where there's a disabled vehicle in the right lane. 95 southbound Jams Academy through to Cotman, right lane closed. Northbound from the airport to Broad Street, right lane closed there for construction. 42 south jams the Walt Whitman Bridge to Route 130 through the construction. 55 northbound slowing from Deptford to 42. And then over the Commodore Barry Bridge westbound side, two right lanes are closed with construction. This traffic report brought to you by Macy's. Join Macy's and the Jed Foundation and the National Alliance on Mental Illness to help address the youth mental health crisis when you donate online or in store today. Learn more at Macy's.com slash purpose. And that's your traffic. I'm 93.3 WMMR. Oh, here, Connor just pulled up a follow-up to the couple that that song was about. It was uh, the body. It says here, I guess the news report was the bodies of Raymond Howard, 88, who suffered uh, memory lapse since having surgery, and Leela Howard, 83, who had Alzheimer's disease, were discovered in a rugged, remote area near Hot Springs, Arkansas. Uh, they apparently became disoriented and drove off the road. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Never That's knew that depressing. that fun little song was about that, right? right? Uh-huh. Interesting. Dear God. Dancing on the ceiling. What's is that about, about the Holocaust? Is it? Yeah. What? And it seems completely I never insane. knew until this very moment. Yeah. Uh, Marissa has posted up on uh, WMMR.com a voting page. Or was you, Nick? As, uh, Marissa's working on another one. I did this one. Okay. All right. So, uh, and it is uh, the school we said earlier, Greenberg Elementary School, Northeast Philly. It, they are one of the fi- 10 finalists in this contest to get $100,000 for their school and... The Jonas Brothers doing a concert live at their school. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Imagine the kids freaking out over that. Well, and so they're looking to pave their their uh, their their area there. Yeah, their, the, their play area. Yeah. So you can um, you can vote for them, and you can do it. Uh, the deadline is on uh, Friday, I believe. Thursday for, on Thursday. Today. <laughs> Jesus, that's some so <laughs> stupid. Three every day of the week. Yeah. Two tomorrow and one. one. Vote today. Wednesday. Vote today, vote tomorrow, vote Thursday. That's it. Nick, let's do the three, two, one, one, two, three, four. Well, one, two, three. I'll start with three. Are you right. ready? And one, three, 
two, two three, and one. <laughs> and one. It's one of my favorites. It is one of my favorites. Let's all do it, but don't tell each other where you're starting. All right, ready? One, three, two, two and one. one. Okay, that was fun, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. All right, anyhow, you can do that with your friends today. You yeah. can vote. <laughs> On uh, on PrestonandSteve.com uh, for the school. Please do that because it would be great if they want it. All right. We now would like to do the Bizarre Follow. Right now. Bizarre. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Follow. All right. We'll start with this one in uh, Germany. Germany. <clears throat> A naked wolf man who is believed to have lived in the Harz Mountains in Germany for five years, has been spotted. I'm a crazy wolf, man. <laughs> Two hikers saw, <laughs> the, saw the mysterious bloke roaming the woods and How you doing? sitting at the foot of a ruined castle holding a spear. Uh, Gina Weiss and her pal Toby managed to snap a blurry image on a cell phone. Hi, Gina. Hi, Toby. <laughs> I'm the wolf man. It shows him completely nude, covered in dirt, and playing in some sand. I love sand. And uh, I eat sand for breakfast. You eat sand? I eat sand. Uh, the hikers were in uh, Blankenburg. Blankenburg. On Tuesday evening, and they spotted him, the naked wolf man of Germany. Want to see me spray on this tree? Uh, the encounter lasted for about 10 minutes. It was great talking to you guys. <laughs> Gina said, when we reached the sand caves, we saw a wolf man. He stood up uh, high on one of the caves and had a, a long wooden stick like a lance in his arm. And he would uh, take his eyes off of us. Or he wouldn't take his eyes off of us. Ah. He said nothing. He looked dirty like a Stone Age man from a history book. Uh, there have been intermittent sightings of the man, believed to be in his 40s over the past few years. Local authorities have reportedly found evidence of fires and rudimentary dwellings in the woods. It would not be the first time that somebody should talk about going off the grid and somebody really just goes sort of rogue and feral. Yeah. Uh, and that would be me. Uh, someone clearly knows how to live at... What's out- happening on The Bachelor? Outside and adapt to the changing seasons, according to the head of the Blankenburg Fire Brigade. Uh, back in March, another frightened walker contacted police and claimed to have seen the Wolfman running around. So, uh, so it doesn't kill people like the Wolfman. He's cool. No kidding. Alaskan authorities are searching for two Tennessee tourists who have been missing for almost a week. Jonas Bear, who is 50, and Cynthia Havaspen, who is 37, were reported missing to Fairbanks police last week when they didn't check out of their Airbnb. They checked into their lodging on August 9th. They were supposed to check out on the 11th. The couple's belongings were left behind in their Airbnb, but their families have not heard from them. Now, family members believe that they got lost on a hike after a social media post mm. included plans to leave base camp and vow to, quote, not get lost. Oh, boy. Uh, the couple visited Looks like Fastball has another hit. Alaska for Bear's 50th birthday. He posted photos of Denali National Park and a birthday brunch in Anchorage and previously posted about his quest to visit all 50 states, ending with Alaska for a milestone birthday. He posted that the couple was exploring Denali National Park, writing, I'm not going to get lost like I did 10 years ago in Australia at uh, Katoomba Range. If a Kodiak gets me, I'll consider that an honorable death. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. things yeah. eating your throat out. I don't think so. I take it back. Uh, Bear rented a Jeep compass that uh, state troopers found at uh, Chena Hot Springs Resort in Fairbanks. Uh, Hovispain's sister posted that the couple went on an afternoon hike at the resort and got lost. Troopers have been searching the area with helicopters, drones, ATVs, dogs, and professional search and rescue teams. They have not found them yet, and that is not a good sign. Five women were arrested Monday for intentionally clogging a toilet at a wing joint 
in Longwood, Florida. We're going to blow this place up. The intentional clogging led to a brawl between the five women and employees at Papa B's. A supervisor allegedly told authorities that the women stuffed the toilet in the restaurant with wads of toilet paper. They didn't do it the natural way. When an employee cleaned the bathroom, one of the women went back inside and clogged it again. The supervisor allegedly asked the women to leave, and that's when the group became irate and started yelling. One woman allegedly punched the supervisor in the face. No. Prompting the others to join him by kicking, punching, pulling hair, and throwing objects at the employees. One employee attempted to step in and help her supervisor when a woman slapped her and started throwing chairs at her. The fight was uh, broken up by other employees. Uh, the supervisor suffered uh, bruises to a leg and arm and cut behind her ear, and police officers were able to detain the five women. Uh, why were they? I, I don't yeah. know. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't say in the And story. also blowing out the plumbing with the back. It, that's just... <laughs> It's not right. That's bad cricket. It's just bad cricket. All right, here's a messed up uh, video that I saw. A passenger on a New York City subway went berserk and violently elbowed a fellow rider who a fellow rider who fell asleep on his shoulder, igniting uh. a brawl that was caught on camera. The video, which has gone viral, captured the uh, commuter smashing his elbows into the sleepy commuter's face, knocking him unconscious before throwing fists with the victim's friend who was there. Because the guy nodded off and his head went over onto his shoulder. That's it. Yeah, the fight took place around 5:30 a.m. on the northbound F train as it was approaching Queens, the attacker yelled at his 27-year-old victim in both Spanish and English for using him as a pillow, but both the man and his friend stood their ground and argued back. He said, you're sleeping on me, and I'm not your effing pillow. I, uh, if you want to sleep, sleep on his side since you're both sleeping because I am not your effing pillow. And uh, the attacker asked the man, understood, understood in Spanish over and over. Uh, and then the guy out of nowhere just leans forward and just takes his elbow and just starts clocking him in the face like wow. three solid elbow strikes right in the face. And uh, then his buddy gets up and they start having a full-on fist fight. Uh, and we're rolling the video here. I don't want to watch it. In the, uh, in the studio because he, it, you, you'll get the reaction because he absolutely plows him with the elbow. And the dude's got big arms, too. Yeah. So, and it knocks the guy out for just a little bit. So, uh, bang, bang, bang. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's out for the that. count. No, that's messed up. All right, we need something else. Something we do. a little lighter oh, than that. At least that. he got knocked on his ass. Yeah, they end up getting in a yeah, full uh, yeah. fist fight. Uh, so, let me see here. How about a story? Here we go. We'll end with this one. A uh, two men from Fort Lauderdale uh, scammed Uber Eats out of more than a million dollars. Holy hell! How did they do that? Over 19 months, the suspect carried out the scheme, which began in January 2022, by creating fake accounts on the Uber Eats app to act as both the customer and courier when placing grocery orders. So this worked because Uber Eats provides couriers with prepaid cards that they can use to purchase up to $700 to complete customers' orders. So police claim the suspects would show up as couriers for their fake grocery orders before canceling them. So that's how they do using it? the prepaid card. Purchase gift cards at uh, at the stores. Yeah, so I guess that's how they do it. So okay, I didn't never knew that. Uh, the man carried out their scam at 27 different Walgreens across the region. Uh, the two suspects, 21 year old uh, Trayon Morgan and 38 year old Roy Blackwood, now face charges of organized scheme to defraud and grand theft following their arrests earlier this month. But it was 
over a million wow. bucks, man. They went to town on that. And there you go. That is what I have in your bizarre file. All right, let us uh, break and come back in a second. And, of course, we got some stuff to give away with the lesson question. We'll get to that. Trash and music news coming up, too. Don't miss a second of it. We'll be right back. drunk text your ex text mmr instead at 39333 just don't ask us hey you up because nah we're good get social with preston and steve find us on instagram twitter facebook and tiktok and coming soon to only fans i'm kidding football's back and this eagle season there are huge prizes to be won at acme Enter Acme Swooping and Winning Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagles season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopingAndWinningGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double-hung, sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, today's forecast, 87, no, I'm sorry, 82 degrees. Tomorrow's 87. We're going to have clouds all day long, so that's where we're standing. Uh, tomorrow, clouds and then sun, and then partly cloudy on Thursday, 78. Weekend's looking pretty good. It might warm up to the 90s next week. We're not done with summer. No, yeah, we are not. Exact, exactly what Casey said yeah. in the earlier break is that it, it cools off in August. You don't get to go to the pool the last couple of weeks, and then the pool closes. You go into September, and it's 90 yeah, again. and then it flares up again, so that's that's. Exactly. Opa. You know, what is uh, what's happening? So just heads up on that. All right, we are going to ask a lesson question. We are also going to give away a prize in conjunction with that: a pair of tickets uh, to see the MMRQ September sixteenth. Starting to get excited for that, and of course, uh, you're invited to join us. Tickets are available. Let's give some away for free right now. If you can answer this question: What kind of animal did the Bachelor see at the Bolt Farm Treehouse in Tennessee? <laughs> Uh, let's see. Do you even remember? I do not. Okay. <laughs> You're the one who said it. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. What kind of animal did the bachelor see at the Bolt Farm Treehouse in Tennessee? It was around 655 this morning. Uh, if you remember, uh, you're better than us, and you should call now, and we'll see if you win while we do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. On forward we go. Let's get the trash, and then we'll get our answer. Steve, what's up this morning? Well, again, Britney Spears is apparently replacing a large number of the staff at her L.A. home with new people. Brittany says adulting is hard, adding that she's currently looking for a new alchemist and astronaut. Wow. Hey! 
Hey. And speaking of Britney, her soon-to-be ex, Sam Ashgari, says he's committed to getting into the movies. Ashgari says he's currently on the hunt for someone who can drive him to the movies. Oh, oh my God. And finally, Elton John reportedly took a bit of a tumble at his home in Monaco Sunday night, prompting a trip to the hospital. Apparently, Elton fell 300 feet down a cliff onto a nitroglycerin factory. Oh. <laughs> All righty. We will indeed see if someone was paying attention this morning and remembers what animal the bachelor saw at the Bolt Farm Treehouse in Tennessee. 215-263-WMMR is the number. And I will go to Brandon to see if you can get it right. Hey, Brandon, good morning. Hey, guys, what's up? Uh, not much. All right, so what kind of animal did the bachelor see at the Bolt Farm in the treehouse? Was it a chipmunk? It was not. Uh, the chipmunk was from was the it? Bad Bunny and yeah. Kendall Jenner, and Kendall Jenner uh, conversation, and I was wondering if that might happen. Um, so, no, but it was a different creature, kind of like that. Yeah. For those oh, who that's right. on hold and want to guess, I'm going to go to John. Hey, John. No, I thought it was a chipmunk. Uh, <laughs> all right, thanks anyway, bud. I think a bunch of people, because the chipmunk was mentioned. It's about the same time. Around that yeah. time. Uh, we'll try uh, Walt. Hey, Walt. How about a woodchuck? Yes! yes! All right. Yay! Well done, Walt. You got it right. And hang on the line. Oh, sir, yeah, my wedding music. Uh, I already hit it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start this all over Thank again. What you. did that guy say? He said a chipmunk? Yeah, he did. All right. Yay. Hey. Hey. Woodchuck. All right. And what's that? <laughs> it was a woodchuck. Wood chipmunk was incorrect. Woodchuck was Oh, correct. whatever. I was. It doesn't hey. matter. Hey. Hey. Uh, and mm. we're going to set him up with a uh, pair of tickets to the MM Barbecue Saturday, September 16th. Hey. Tickets are on sale now. <laughs> uh, tickets start at just 25 bucks. By the way. Nick, you yeah. pulled up a groundhog. Groundhogs are the same thing as a woodchuck? They are indeed. What? Nah. Uh, what? Why did I never know that? What? None of us. Why would you be required Nick? to know that? It says here, Wikipedia, the groundhog, Marmota monax, also known as a woodchuck, <laughs> is a rodent of the family... Scrodrick. Scrotum. I, don't know I would have, uh, yes, it blows my mind, honestly. I thought they were two distinctly different creatures. Uh, they belong to the group of large ground squirrels such known as marmots. I'm familiar with marmots. Yes. Uh, but. For John Belushi OD. Well, yeah, I actually. Uh, but. I didn't know groundhogs were woodchucks, man. I, now I'm pissed, actually. I'm angry. <laughs> you know what? That. Take it up with your dad. He's the one who fell down on the job. Yeah. He should have told should've you. should have told me that, right? You always have that talk with your son. Uh, we have it, one in our backyard right now, a groundhog, and uh, he's adorable. He comes yeah, out. Nick, I'm here at your house, and things are looking good. They're he, cute. He comes out and uh, feasts on uh, produce and such. Oh, my God. One time walking my dog, we, we walked out of the in Maniunk, and uh, there was a, a groundhog inside the little enclosure that we had for the cat, and it freaked out, and it's rolling over, and its belly is it's the most, it's just flopping all over the yeah. place. There's heart breaks from them, but they're totally adorable. But they can, they have quite a bite on them. It's sure. so funny to watch them run. Like, yes, they like, waddle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're completely <laughs> problematic. I like I stopped the other day to watch one. I was like, I got to see how far this guy gets. Especially a big chubby one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're so Preston, funny. You like a whistle pig, right? The whiskey? Yeah. Yeah, that's also, a whistle pig is another name for a groundhog. Oh, come on. What the, the hell? hell? Yeah. I, 
I almost, I almost cursed <laughs> just now. I didn't bitch. know that. Uh-huh. I mean, just be happy that you're learning stuff. Yes, you know what it should be. Yeah. I need to turn that frown upside down. <laughs> That's right, kid. Sad clown. That's right, kid. Uh, <laughs> what are other names what the for f- it? Is this? Okay, a chuck, a woodchuck, ground pig, whistle pig, uh, a whistler. What the f- is that? A thick wood badger. What the, the f- is it? Canada marmot. What the a f- is that? A monax. What the f- is this? A moonak. The f- is that? <laughs> a a weenusk. What the f- is it? I have a few more. A red monk. The f- is that? <laughs> a land beaver. What the f- is it? But the French Canadians call him a souffle. A souffle? No, souffle. Oh. How would I pronounce that, the Nick? F- is that? Uh, where is it? Souffle. It's the last one. Uh, is that a distinctly um, different situation that, that for a, a, a creature to have that many probably um, names? That seems to be a lot. But do you think about like a rodent like that, where there are a lot of different people naming it at different points in time? Steve? True. You know, so like uh, one that's nat- an ecumenical creature, uh, Native American names and French names and English names and etc. Yeah, seafood. Hey, there's a marmot called a uh, a hoary marmot. Whore. Whore. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> and they have yellow-bellied ones. I've, I've, seen, Chuck, I've seen those in Colorado before. I'm, I'm wondering yeah. if uh, if Whistler, British Marmot. Columbia, is named after the groundhog. Ah, I bet you it is. Yeah, it was one of the things that you named there. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I'll look that up while you're doing it. By the way, it. do you feed your groundhog? You said no, various no. produce items? He just comes out and eats stuff from the garden. Okay. Like a little bastard. Yeah, I know. They're, 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 that's a problem. They yeah. will do that. But, but they're adorable. They're, yeah. yeah, so you, we allow it. So allow you only shoot it once. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you just wing it. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's it. Is your garden fenced in? It is. Um, you got to dig down. Uh, yeah, they and he goes on a, you know through the, the wiring and stuff. It's annoying. They're resourceful. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, groundhogs are woodchucks, in case you didn't know that. <laughs> Learned it here. You learn stuff. You yeah. learn so much. Preston and Steve show. All right, music news time. Now, Preston and Steve's music news on 93.3 WMMR. All right, just a couple of things. Uh, we'll start with this. There's a TikTok video that shows uh, Jelly Roll going to Walmart to buy his own album. What? He could be heard saying in the clip, which was posted on Thursday, that he grew up, quote, dreaming of Walmart, having my music in it. Uh, the Son of a Sinner singer says... Son of a Sinner singer? Yeah, the Son of a Sinner son of a singer, singer says he's all fired up as he uh, locates and buys about <clears throat> 10 copies of his vinyl records and a CD. I think that would have to be very cool if you're an artist to be able to purchase. It's like hearing your song on the radio. Totally. Dude, it was like when I saw my name on the marquee at the uh, Riddle Ale House. <laughs> I was like, I made it. <laughs> you did. In Delco. In Delco. Yeah. And what a concert that was. Yeah. As he meets a fan, he can be heard saying, this is a big difference. When I went into a Walmart last time, they didn't have my album and nobody knew me there. So good on him. He seems like a pretty cool guy. He does. As the band approaches their 30th year, Seven Dust will be releasing a lot of music. Several of their classic albums will be issued via BMG as Seven of Seven Dust, a nine LP set coming out October 13th with a seven CD set followed on October 27th. They should have released it on 7 7 
77. Yeah. But that already passed. Uh, the band has... Or the new one coming up. <laughs> it's a couple of years away, yeah. but... Uh, the band... It's a long to wait. ...has had three consecutive gold-certified albums, a Grammy nomination. They've sold millions of records worldwide and toured with some of Rock's most renowned names, including Ozzy, Tool, and Megadeth. And then one last thing to back up what you had in the uh, trash, Steve. Yes, Elton John, back home after following a brief hospitalization. The 76-year-old singer fell at his home in the south of France. Ah! On Sunday, he was discharged the next day on Monday. Uh, the press release said following checkups, he was immediately <laughs> discharged and is now back at home in, in good health. Uh, he and his husband, David Furnish, have been spending the summer in France with their two sons. Because he's done. He wrapped up his he's uh, done. touring. He's so. got a home in Monaco. Loves yep. it, apparently. And he's just going to relax for a while. He said he's not done performing altogether, but he's right. definitely done touring. So there will be more Elton John one-off shows from occasion to occasion. And that's it. Short music news. That's all I have for you. That's all we need. Take a break. We'll come back in a second, and we will wrap up the program, and we will also give away our uh, tattoo for the day. So stay put. We'll be back in a moment. As the kids get ready to go back to school here at 93.3 WMMR, we're once again honing our skills in the art of alphabetizing. MMR's Back to School A to Z returns. It's a can't-miss annual tradition where we play back thousands of different songs alphabetically by title. It's two weeks' worth of no-repeat hits, album tracks, those oh-wow songs, and many titles of dubious artistic merit. Preston and Steve kick it off this Thursday at 9 a.m. MMR's Back to School A to Z. From the station that featured in Playing Cookie, 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. We are coming to a close on a Tuesday morning, which is good. Tuesday is kind of that day that bothers me, and it's just not really much of anything. I mean, after what it did to you. Well, it's not the beginning of the week. It's uh, not the middle of the week. It's not almost Friday. It's, it's nothing. Kinda, it's, it's tough. So You ain't nothing. If your day is difficult, we hope that uh, we can maybe usher you along and get you where you need to be mentally to move forward, and, uh, and then we head uh, over the hump and down the slide. Absolutely. Cool. So, uh, but it's been fun today. The program is a good time, and we got to meet uh, a new friend, uh, Gian Mark. Marco Sorizzi. Hey! Uh, he was a nice guy. He's going to be at Soul Joel's uh, coming up on Friday. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we had fun with him. And uh, he's uh, uh, he, he really is looking forward to coming here and, and playing. So He's, a, he's an up-and-comer, as they say. Yep. Um, and we don't have a whole lot to do before wrapping the program, except it is Tattoos Day, and we should probably give away our prize that we have for our texters. It is a $350 gift certificate for Floating Well Tattoo of Pier- and Piercing, and that recipient is Samantha Kremian. Yay! 
Or Cremine. I'm not Yay. sure how to pronounce uh, Santhi, uh, Samantha's last name, Santhi. <laughs> uh, but she's from Runnymede, New yes. Jersey. Uh, and we are going to give her that gift a certificate. And uh, Tattoo Tuesday is, of course, presented by Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. A great place at 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. For artwork samples, visit floatingworldtattoos.com or check them out on Instagram at Floating World Tattoos. Anything else? Does anybody have any? Anybody want to testify or anything no, like yeah, that no. before we go? Is there something you need to testify about this? I told this guy that I would give him a shard out, so do I'm going to do this uh, because. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, so from Shane from Mount Laurel wants to give a one-year wedding anniversary shout-out to his beautiful bride, and her name is Ashley. They celebrated one year on Sunday the 27th. So there you go, Shane. I'm sorry I'm late with that. All right. Um, Pierre is indeed here. Hey! good day, then. And he is wearing a wonderful headdress as he walked in. <laughs> Leftovers from Jackie Bam Bam. Uh, I get his hand-me-downs. Yes, you do. Um, so I'm... Uh, Heading uh, tomorrow, no, Thursday, I don't know. Uh, one night this week, I'm heading to uh, the desert in Nevada to go to Burning Man. Yes, the, we heard. The legendary uh, festival of Bohemian madness mm-hmm. uh, where three to 400,000 people gather in the desert. Someone said, "Is there? are there bands there? I go, I don't want to see bands. Uh, well, there are. I want to see are. crazy, bizarre people and huge works of art and people dress up wildly. And then it occurred to me, wait. I could go as a mummer. Ah, and, uh, perfect. Uh, or I could, you know, as oh, one of my outfits. Is that why it's here? Huh? That's why it's here? Yeah. <laughs> so Jackie offered, and God bless his mom, Mama Bam Bam, offered. Um, it's wobbling a little bit. So, and there's apparently a lot of desert windstorms that pop yes. up. Yeah. Uh, out there on the what they call the playa. You'll take flight. What's that? You'll take flight with all the feathers. Yeah. Uh, I have a friend who goes out. Uh, Her and her husband go out, and obviously the kids stay home. (laughs) And they, like, I mean, she, like, semi-permanently does this, like, crazy thing to her hair. They bring the most outrageous outfits. And they're normal, like, everyday people that (laughs) go to work in a suit, and this is just, like, their weekend away. And, like... Everything about it is outrageous. Yeah. So you talk about seeing crazy people there, and and but also musicians because uh, you know our friend. I know you're going to meet up with hopefully with um, uh, Michael Giacchino, right? Uh, but his buddy is a guy named David Silverman, who's an animator. He's worked on the Simpsons for years, and he brings out a tuba <laughs> that he has rigged up propane to, and it shoots flames out of it <sighs> while he plays it, walking around at Burning Man. <laughs> it's awesome. If you Google uh, anyone that might not know what it is, uh, Burning Man, and uh, just the photos of the people and the uh, creations of art, like uh, it's like cardboard classic on steroids. Yeah, like, it's you know, sprawl. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's you know because yeah, steroids or acid, or, <laughs> or steroids and acid, yeah. and maybe uh, some coffee and methamphetamine uh-huh. thrown in. I don't know. These things are gigantic. The sculptures they make, giant dinosaurs, and these moving cars. But you can't have anything. It's all you have to supply all your own power. Right. Uh, so if you have something like that, it has to have a generator. 
and then at the end you have to clean completely. Is that the guy? We're seeing a guy playing yeah, tuba. Yeah, yeah, that's David. He's got the the tuba that shoots flames out of it. It's so awesome. Wild. There's yeah. um, my buddy that I'm going with uh, has made. He found an old vintage phone and he's made it into a headdress, and people will be able to go up to him and say, and he has a sign on it that says, "Call anyone you like." <laughs> Even though no phone service is there, so um, although they have a radio station, I'd love to tie into, but I don't know how yeah. they manage to get a signal out because you can't get a cell phone signal in. It's been on your, on your bucket list for a long time, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so um, but um, I like I, I have, my family has this old house at Lake Tahoe, and my plumber, who was quite a nutball, uh, used to say, "Pierre, come to me, come with me to Burning Man. We'll sleep in the back of my pickup truck. I've got aluminum foil. I make a tent. I go no, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, no. yeah." But we've got a nice big truck and a uh, a trailer that we're towing behind. And so the idea of outrageousness made me think of Jackie. And then um, now he's given me this beautiful blue feathered headdress. So I saw Jackie on the way out today and he said he suggested that you had it sent out there. But you're, you're, how are you... Wait, so you're gonna you're gonna pack it and take it with you. Get it to me in time ah. to do that. Um, unless you know, unless I take his mummer outfit and overnight it, which might be rather expensive <laughs> to my friend in Northern California, who will then put it in the back of the trailer and drive it up. I think and you pick could... me up at the airport in Reno, and off we go. I think it might be worth it because that thing's yeah. It's how huge. else are you going to well, get it there? I was thinking, can I get this in a suitcase? No, this I mean, hat you, thing. No, no, <laughs> not in, in a steamer trunk. Not even nothing. It's mm. only huge. Well, wait. When are you going? You don't know. You don't even I'm know. Going First, Thursday figure night. out when you're going. I'm going Thursday, right after my show. And wh- when would it need to be to your friend? When is he leaving? Thursday morning. Mm. So if I if I over if I overnighted it, what tonight? Today? today, you got to do it today. Oh, for God's sakes! You have uh, to. You can do it. Send pancake. Oh, there's there's the rest of the outfit in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's sizable. Uh, it is sizable. And Jackie says, "Get suspenders." And I go, "What?" <laughs> and I'll bring it in. Let me try it on. So, Pierre, last year uh, we have uh, friends of the show, uh, Mike and Jess from Van there, and right. it took them uh, 10 hours to leave last year because... Yeah, there, there was, was a big problem. There were serious issues. So, I, it, whatever planning you there can you do when it comes time to leave, <laughs> try to plan ahead so you, you don't have to... You said two things. Plan, plan ahead. I know, I know. <laughs> but you're not yeah. alone. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you can get other people to help you with the planning. Because I, I just don't want you to get stuck there for 10 hours. Uh... Yeah, whatever. (laughs) I would say get this shipped out. You you, you can, if somebody, a service that can help you get it out there, uh, I think you're going to be good. Uh, It'll be easier to to the suit to send the suit than it would be the headdress. I think. I think a headdress is going to get damaged. I don't know how. How are you going to transport it otherwise? What are you going to wear it on the plane that way? No, I think so. I don't (laughs) think I'd have any problem with security. Yeah. I mean, uh, no. What? What? You have to have it all shipped. All right. I um and that you know and it gets hot so and there's all these naked people. Well, you're people. in the desert for crying out loud. He well, said I you want you, you wanted something. To, I'm just trying to find my path. <laughs> So this is my path to spiritual enlightenment. Okay. I've heard about Burning Man for 20 years. I have right. books on it. I have videos of it. And I've never gone. So I'm going. Nice. Oh, well, that's excellent. And we want, we want you I'm to come back. Repre- I'm, what? What? Who's pulling on me? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody, dude. No one it's is. the forces. The yeah. spirit forces. Do you feel them, Presbo? I'm, uh, I'm creating them, actually. Oh, dude. Yeah. Burning Man. <laughs> Yo, this is as close to camping as I'll ever want to get. 
Um, but there it is. It's the right, right. It's the right mood for you. It's the All perfect right. candy. Yeah, you'll for love you. it. Yeah, I think it's got my name on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Burning mm-hmm. Pierre Man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, d- don't let that happen. No, okay. yeah. don't do that. It could happen. It, it has could. happened. Yeah. All right. All right. So with that, shall we do the letter? Sure. All right. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right. The Preston and Steve Joe's brought to you today by the letter. A is in artichoke. All right. And we have a couple more to go before we give away the four pack of tickets as MMR Rocks Aerosmith. Peace out the farewell tour this Saturday. And it'll be at the Wells Fargo Center. The Black Crows performing as well. And it is the 50th anniversary of Aerosmith celebrating a lifetime of hits. Very few tickets remain for sale. What do you have on the show today, dude? Uh, well, <laughs> we got uh, tickets. Um, no, we don't have tickets for Meatloaf. He's dead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to read this with a stupid add-on. I mean, how do they ever walk down Broad Street for hours with all this weight? Well, I appreciate it a little uh, more. Yes. So they you may, have those meatloaf tickets. They may pull their hair to the side and then put the hat on. Oh, right. yeah, just a suggestion. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a martini bar somewhere there. Ooh. And I that's my first task is to find the martini okay. bar. You, there's no money allowed there though. You you so you have to trade in tokens. You know, so you look like a you look like a, a mummer walk of shame. Thank you. Yeah. Your first uh, task should be to get through today. Yeah, right, you're right. And then find the martini bar. Thank later. you, dear. That's sweet. She's so helpful. Meatloaf will be on the workforce box <laughs> and Hailstorm and Steve Winwood and Aerosmith. Ah, Fabulous. Rock on. All right, let us thank the sponsors. The Preston and Steve Show brought to you today by Duncan. And the Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan. It's also brought to you by uh, Wilmington University. Find your education home at Wilmington University. Wilmu.edu. Tomorrow looks like a full day. Fox Good Day. Secret text word. Aerie Spears. Yay. And Tignataro. Nice. So a couple of really good guests on the show tomorrow. It's going to be fun. That is it. We're done. Rage on and have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the U.S. Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash careers slash USBP. That's cbp.gov slash careers slash USBP.